560 WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, dial 5670560 in Dade and Brown. In other counties, call toll-free 877-785-NEIL or pound 560 on your AT&T and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his callers do not represent those of WQAM management, staff, or sponsors. Now, the Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. It's Friday, you bastard. Hey, it's Vince here for the Sham Ow, the towel that soaks up anything. You won't believe this friggin' towel. Soaks up water, milk, Kool-Aid, hooker blood, your own blood. After a hooker bites your tongue, the tears that you can't stop shedding once you realize that your career's over before it ever really started. Soda, everything. The Sham Ow. Call now because you know we can't do this all day. We're busy waiting for our lawyers to get to the station so we can tell the cops exactly what happened. I'm Vince for the Sham Ow. My life is over. Order now. Good luck to you, Vince. You'll need it. How is uh, his nuts doing, by the way? Well, what's that thing called? A slap chop. Slap chop, yep. Well, you wouldn't eat one of those because it's meat. How about a lamb chop? Sure. You know, you're not the eating puppet? lamb chops. You mean the puppet, right? The hand puppet lamb chop? Sherry, uh, she's dead. Oh, that's a shame. What was her name? Sherry, uh, Sherry Lewis? Jerry Lewis? Sherry Lewis. She's still dead. Not Jerry Lewis. Sherry Lewis. So George might be stopping by at 11 o'clock, huh? That's the word. Thunderbird. I thought he was in there this morning. No, he was just talking to me on my cell phone. He was on the cell phone, and you, it sounded from here, from where I sit, 1,200 miles away, it sounded like George was in there. Bop, 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 bop. And I wonder, how come he's not talking to me? Bah, he hates you. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah. <laughs> he was on the phone. Yeah. Well, Cher is having another son at the age of 63, it says. It's her former daughter, Chastity, is going to become her son. Cher has another son already, Elijah Blue, from her marriage to Greg Allman. Elijah Blue. Oh, God. The one-time cute little girl, Chastity, who was a regular part of her parents' Sonny and Cher comedy hour, is in the process of a sex change. Oh, my God. Now 40, Chastity, a civil rights activist, came out as gay about 20 years ago. There seems to be, I don't know, a lot of confusion in that family. Yeah. Because Cher was always much more macho than Sonny. I mean, Sonny was... Like a fruit fly. He should never have gone skiing. I, t- I told him, don't do it, Sonny. Don't do it. Just like Sonny going out on the causeway. Don't do it, Sonny. You'll regret it. Look what they did to my boy. Look how they massacred my boy. I'm sorry. So anyway, Chastity is becoming a uh, guy. All right. Well, it's the family is just, I don't know. I mean, Cher is much more macho than, than most. Okay, here's the uh, poll result from yesterday. A really crappy poll, too, and we apologize profusely for it. I do. 1,026 votes. Religion is blank. I mean, you know, it's okay, but it's, we've done it 8 million times. A man-made uh, crutch for weak people, 307. A bunch of crap, 288. I'll tell you, the one we left off of there would have been good. A, a hell of a business. Yeah. Good business to get into. A good tax-free business. You want a good racket. You want a good scam. Open up a choich. Not very important in my life, 180. Moderately important in my life, 155. And very important in my life, only 96. Less than 10% of this audience are into the uh, religion thing, heavy duty. Oh, the Lord is going to smite you, smote you, whatever. Yeah, well, screw him. The Lord. Just amazing how many stupid people there are in this world. You know, billions of really dumb people being led around like sheep by the nose. Here's our poll today. What's your take on the show? And thanks to Bob for getting us to add it's compelling there at the ASN. That just went on there. 
If it would have been on there last night. Oh, it's already got four votes. Six. Six votes. Really? Seven. Hmm. <laughs> uh, can't even keep up with it. 340 votes so far. What's your take on the show these days? I miss George is winning hands down, 111. If he does come in at 11, he'll be pleased to see that. Yeah. I mean, it won't make him any money, but no, it'll give him a good ego boost. The Dow's down 48 points, by the way. Not off to a great start. I miss George, 111. The show is fine, 48. I love the calls being back, 47. It's weak, 32. It's okay, 32. What show, 27? <laughs> you know, we do have many people who vote on our polls online who don't listen to the show. Really? Uh, don't ask me why. They just, I don't know, I guess they found the uh, website and they just diddle around on there. But they don't listen to the show. Maybe they don't even know about the show. It's great, 24. It's a disaster, 12. And it's compelling, 7. See, I put, I put something on there for everybody. So the people that want to, like, um, creep it, you know, they can go to, it's a disaster, it's weak, you know, like that. Right. But so far, I would say we're doing okay. I love the calls coming back, 47. Boy, that's shocking to me. Now, what's the deal with the phone today? What do you think? Any day. Oh, it's still not working? I'm not sure. Well, let's give it a test, okay? 567-0560, pound 560 in the Verizon AT&T wireless line, and then that toll-free number for the entire USA, or at least, I don't know, part of it. And I sure hope that guy from Connecticut doesn't call back again. Tony, the UPS driver, oh, my God. I, I still haven't recovered from that. 1-877-785-6345. 1-877-785. I don't see anything happening on that phone. Of course, we're on that 18-hour delay, but... Right. Do you think these are working? Let's see. Oh, yeah. They're working all right. Just they have nothing to say. They don't want to socialize with us today, or at least not with me. Oh, here we go. WQAM, hello. Not the singer. You are the worst. You are the absolute worst. I told you this before, and now that we're back to the calls, I'll tell you that again. You are the worst. A jackass on two legs. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, Ron Vitacor from Fort Myers, Florida. I loved Don and Bob. Up there next to Brighton High School when I was teaching and coaching up there. Yeah. I'd have the burgers, fries with gravy, and raspberry It's not there anymore, pal. It's gone? Long gone. Yeah, it's a well, bank. So it's a bank there. now. Listen to you every day. It's great. You listen online? Nope. I listen on the radio, 560, from over here in Fort Myers. And how's it coming in? Comes in great. Excellent. Okay, thanks for the good news, Pally. Hmm. You're welcome, Bob. I'll see you at Sea Breeze. There's still a Don and Bob's at Sea Breeze. For all you Rochesterians out there, both of you. Oh, that's so boring. It's not compelling to talk about Rochester. I would agree with that. It's not a it's not a very exciting place. It was an okay place to grow up, like I said, to go to school. The schools were excellent. Schools in New York State are very good. Especially compared to Florida. <laughs> you can't complain about the education the kids get in Florida because, generally speaking, they don't get one. No, I think the only state worse is Louisiana. Louisiana, yeah, that's right. Louisiana, where they spend, like, what, about a dollar a year for each kid? <laughs> Louisiana. Ray Noggenhead, man, it's, it's fitting that he's the mayor of Nolins because he's a moron, and so are most of the people in Louisiana. It's a really dumbass state. WQAM, hello. Hey, sir, how you doing? Uh huh. Okay. WQAM, hello. Signal's good. Lines work. All right. What more could we want? 
Now, there's there's a real... We need more people like him. Technical... You know, remember Chubby Checkers and Fatso? Yeah. This is Technical Checkers. <laughs> I think we got rid of the wave on the signal, I do believe. Yeah, I found nice out thing. what the problem was with that. What's that? Well, apparently lightning hit the transmitter, and when it did, it kicked on the backup transmitter. Uh-huh. And then what happened was the original transmitter came back on, but the lightning hit took out the meters of the backup transmitter, so we didn't know that it was still on. So uh -huh. we had two transmitters on at the same time. All right. All right. And fix it, fixed it. Matter boy fixed it. He's good. You know, I mean, he walks around looking like kind of a dodo bird, but he's he's okay. Yeah. That's why they call him fix it, because once in a while he uh, fixes it. Thanks, fix it. So, in other words, that's not going to come back. That's not going to be a permanent thing. Oh, thank the Lord. Thank God. Oh, God. He got rid of the... <laughs> You know, as if we don't have another uh, enough other handicaps already. Yeah, and the backup transmitter is by the Herald Building, which explains why it was so bad by the Herald Building. What do you mean by that? I guess the backup transmitter was washing out the original transmitter, and that's why people were getting no signal by the Herald Building, or the real heavy waves, too. That's what was explained to me. I see. Well, whoever explained it to you probably explained it better than what you just explained to us. Sure. That didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. The backup transmitter is near the Herald? Yeah, the backup transmitter is, is by the Herald. That's what I was told. Are you talking about the tower is by the Herald or the transmitter? I mean, we're talking about two different things. I'm telling I you what I was told. have been business more than five minutes, but what? I'm just telling you what I was told. I see. Well, whatever. We got it fixed, baby. Oh, oh yeah, we're making progress here at QAM. Oh! WQAM, hello. Get into bed with the two women and they get. Two a.m. I gotta just be along with this one, right? You know what I wonder? Yeah. You know when I was a kid, I used to go see Broadway shows with this only one dancer that I just would watch. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Is he talking about Broadway shows? I don't know. Some <laughs> old toad, you know. Some old toad, probably in Topeka, Kansas, or somewhere. It's a toll free for the U.S. I guess. One eight seven 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 eight five sixty three forty five. Look alive. Look alive, Marino. WQAM, hello. Neil! Yes? Who do you like tonight? <laughs> if there's anybody under the age of 100 who's got real teeth, please, please call us and say hi. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Game seven of the Stanley Cup Finals tonight. Any interest? No. I see the Marlins blew that game yesterday. They sure did. They lost. They were ahead five to three, and they lost six to five. That's their speciality du jour many days. Blowing a lead late. They lost six to five. And Ron and Pongley had $10 tickets, and there was still nobody there. Do you have any idea what the attendance was for that game? I can find out what they announced. Yeah, what did they announce? I'll find Probably out. Probably like 12,000 or 14 or 16 or something like that. There were a few thousand, uh, a select few thousand between the baselines behind the plate. And uh, other than that, the whole thing was just a big, empty, cavernous pit. WQAM, hello. QAM. Did you really beat the crap out of him? Yeah, we beat the crap out of him. WQAM, hello. I'm your friend, hi. WQAM, hello. 2 a.m. On the road. 
WQAM, hello. Okay, that's it. That takes care of that bunch. Gee, that uh, line one, we got we got somebody on line one who keeps calling back with that crap in the background. What is that, Howard or something they're playing in the back? What is that garbage? I couldn't tell. Oh, maybe we'll tell this time. QAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes. Hey, how are you, man? I miss George, man. Yeah, I know. I see. That's what everybody says. Yeah, you know, and, and I mean, he was really insightful when it came to the news and, you know, supporting people like us, you know, it's, it's just messed up that we lost him, man. But I still listen to you. You're the man. Where are you calling from? Coral Springs, Florida, man. Oh, oh my nice. God. Coral Springs, all the way up there? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay, man. thanks. I thought that was going to be like somebody, you know, in Dubuque, Iowa or somewhere. Uh, you ready for this? Yes. The announced attendance for yesterday's game, 19,100. 19,100. Yeah, I believe the 100 part. Yeah. I mean, there were a few thousand people there. There might have been like five or 6,000, all yeah. jammed, you know, into the same area. And that was with $10 uh, tickets. Yep. With a big promotion. And with your buddy Ron Brewer throwing out the first pitch. And with Paul, boy, I bet you he ate him out of house and home yesterday, your buddy <laughs> Fat Paul. Good God. I wonder if they let him in the press. Well, we saw him on, on the air with Rich Waltz. They should let Castanova do the uh, call of the game. Yeah. Have, have to be better than Rich Waltz. He is absolutely the worst, the world's worst in history on baseball. Now, even Gildy on hockey. Ow! His heads and shoulders. Look at that. We got nine people who say it's compelling already. Thanks to Bob for adding that to our very important scientific poll. Well, here we go again. On South Florida's quarter, four weeks later, 560 QAM. It's Fatwa Friday, you bastards. I'm down here, just visiting from the States. to panic, but uh, the WHO, the World Health Organization, yesterday finally declared it a pandemic. Did oh, you see that? No, I did not. It's a pandemic. Oh, there's Andy Roddick and Bill Curtis with their computers. He won't, so I can book travel plans faster. Check my account balance. He does have a great voice, Bill Curtis. Yeah. American justice. He's a very melodramatic guy. And there's nothing wrong with Andy Roddick. He never stole a freight train, okay? And he sure as hell looks a hell of a lot better than that uh, Roger Federer. My God. Good thing Joe Rose is, uh, you know, a hetero guy because his taste in guys is really bad. Really bad. He's in love with LeBron. He's in love with uh, Roger Federer. And he said Zach looks like a movie star. Oh, well. Isn't that what he said? That's what he said. 
Looking kind of like a movie star or something. I, I would underline the or something part. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I've noticed in the last ten years or so that you dropped off uh, intellectually, and I guarantee you, if you went up against the uh, bridge tender, he would clean your. Yeah. Okay. Today. Great. <laughs> I've dropped off intellectually. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, have you noticed that? Last ten minutes, I think, I've dropped off intellectually. I'm like, blah, 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 a feeble old man. I went up against the bridge tender. How many hours did it take for you to work that one up, sir? Brilliant comment. And compelling just past disaster. 13 to 12. It's compelling 13. It's a disaster 12. Now, maybe we'll get somebody from out of town on line one, or maybe it's just going to be the same guy playing uh, Howard in the back or whatever he's playing. QAM, hello. Yes, sir. No, it's it's not a actor. It's a model in his face. He looks like a model in his face and stuff. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you know what drives me crazy is when he laughs like overzealously at, at really really horrible jokes. What? Really gets my nerves. When Joe Rose laughs overzealously. Well, call him about... and tell him that. Okay, don't be picking on the little dog on this show. He's our only hope, Joe Rose. Him and Drew Rosenhaus. Cal Lotto says, while yesterday's rating scenario from Walter Sabo was certainly amusing, here's a scenario that may be more relevant. Suppose there's a company that owns a lot of radio stations, including multiple stations in each market, cheap channel or whatever. So this company's group station manager, or whomever, decides they want to boost the ratings of one particular station, call it Station A, because it's more profitable or needs a boost. So the manager secretly tells the engineers to change the encoding broadcast by one station, call it station B, to the encoding of the other station in the group, station A, thus making the unmentionable meter devices think that the listener is listening to station A rather than the one who actually listening to station B, and thus reducing the ratings for the weaker station and boosting the ratings for the more, more profitable one. Wow. It says, think about this while you're having a nice vacation. No, I won't think about it, but thanks for the nice vacation wish, Cal. Think about this. No, I will definitely not be thinking about such cockerai. But maybe you will. What do you think? Do you think that's a possibility? I think anything's possible. Yeah. But that thing from Walter Sabo yesterday, and I hate to say it because he's such a knucklehead, but that was I, I still have it in my pile here. Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. All these people that are exposed to, like in offices, in places of work, on, on the speaker system, they've got the coast, or they've got life, or they've got WMIR. They've got slush in the background. And so if you're wearing one of them devices, it's going to register on there. Right. You're listening for hours, however long you're at work. It's going to be ticking and clicking and chirping all day long. Right? That's true. So let's get this show on every orifice. Well, they're not going to put this show on in, in business places, are they? Of course not. No. Well, why do you say that right away so fast? You're, you're supposed to be the promotions guy. Put your put your thinking cap on, mister, and come up with some ideas how to blackmail, I mean, how to convince, how to coerce people in business to uh, crank it up. Damn, today I grabbed my Cubs cap. Oh, Christ. I know. Go home and get your thinking cap. Okay. You got a Cubs cap? Yeah. That's sad. QAM, hello. Can you still say fuck on the radio? Fuck, fuck. Oh, I don't know why I'm hitting this. I hit it. No, but I don't know why I'm doing it. Just out of force of habit, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Oh. Yeah, it can't hurt. That's for that's for sure. It can't hurt. 393 votes on the poll. Not too shabby. Dow's down 12 points. All the numbers. You're giving numbers, Rogers. You're mailing it in. You just keep giving numbers. I wish I heard from that guy. Not. What's your take on the show? I miss George 129. He might be in in about a half an hour. He's threatening to come in. 
I love the calls being back, 54. It's fine, 54, the show. It's weak, 37. It's okay, 36. What show, 29. It's great, 28. In the Sunshine State. It's compelling, 14. It's a disaster, 12. It's a disaster, Neil. It's a disaster. You've dropped so intellectually in the last 10 years, the bridge tender would clean your clock. WQAM, hello. It's great. QAM. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Uh, listen, I was at the, the Belmont thing on Saturday at Gulfstream, and um, yeah, I had me a few beers. So I go to the bathroom, and I see your thing, and I thought that was quite funny. I think. Uh, did you... Did you uh, did you uh, bring that out? Is that your idea? Did I bring up what? The uh, thing in the urinal. Keep your eyes to yourself, Pally. Oh, yeah, that's a QAM thing. Yeah, that's a good. that was funny. Though. I got a good chuckle out of that. Thanks. Good luck with the show, man. Okay, thanks. And what, what is it? Keep I had, your eyes to yourself? Well, I had some uh, QAM urinal screens made up. So when mm -hmm. we do appearances at bars and stuff like that, I throw them in yeah. the urinals. And it says, you know, WQAM, and it says, eyes forward, pal. Something like that. Because nobody's going to take them out. So it's advertising that stays for a long, long time. Urinal screens? Yeah. How about some QAM ice in the urinals would be good? There you go. Of course, that only works in the urinals that are like, you know, there, there are urinals that are like, that you, that you walk up to that are like tall, and then there are the short uh, bowl-like urinals. Yeah. Those are the only ones you can put the ice in. There are few things greater, like Ruth Chris always has ice in the urinals. Always. Well... Most of the time. I guess the ladies must be frustrated that they can't pee on ice. They could if they'd fill up the toilet bowl, I guess, with ice, but I don't think it would last too long, would it? No. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. It's just it's just one of those things with me. And especially if it's fresh ice, if you can see that it was just put in there within the last, you know, short period of time. And you're melting it and it's like dribbling down, you know, it's like, oh boy, what a feeling of power. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, did you hear, uh, I heard you mention Ray Nagin earlier. Did you hear that uh, there's a, a high school or something that took a trip over to China or Korea and they got quarantined with swine flu and Ray Nagin and his wife are there also? Yeah, they just they just uh, let them loose. Oh, they did. Oh, okay. They found out who it was and they said, "Get him out of here." Okay. All right. Okay. That's all I have. Okay. See you. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did hear that. I heard President Washington just went out and chopped down another cherry tree. <laughs> old news, sir. Old, old news. Did you hear? I just, I don't understand this world. You know, each day that I come in here and do this show, I understand the world less and less and less. I just don't get it. I don't understand you people. You know what I mean by that? You people. Do you understand them? Yeah. Didn't Joel Connable win that thing in New Times? Also, what's your name there? Um, Joyce Kaufman. See, that's the Broward and Palm Beach edition all into one. And so the Joyce Kaufman fan club, all 50 of them, they're the ones that vote for Joyce. They're obsessed with Joyce. Kaufman. Do you ever hear her? No. Oh, boy. You haven't lived until you've heard Joyce Kaufman. And she got like 80 trillion votes from the uh, readers in Palm Beach County. Really? As the best talk show host, as the best AM personality. Joyce Kaufman, she, oh, I fell from Joyce. She's such a maven. She knows all the crap. Oh, Neil. You're 
Plus, he's on the light bulb, by the way. Well, here we go again. On South Florida Sports Leader, 560 QAM. It's Friday, you bastard. On the next Flip This House. All right. It's one of our biggest challenges yet as we attempt to flip Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch. Let's do it. Okay, our first task in this near impossible flip will be to create a comfortable reading room out of Michael's secret children's playroom slash love dungeon. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. And this room's going to need some immediate remodeling. For instance, we'll be removing these child-size arm and leg shackles right off the wall. Those are heavy. Seeing as today's buyer might frown upon having that in the house. Hey, Shelly, can you get your crew to pick up all these latex ball gags? Yeah, and you better get a black light. It's kind of messy. <laughs> Neverland Ranch on the next Flip This House. Yeah, Flip This, 1032. I mean, what kind of people watch that stuff? Those shows, all those home repair shows and all that, they're very popular. What kind of people watch it? Not me. Not me. But there's like a million of them on there. Is your channel surfing looking for something besides another shot at love? What's her name? Tia uh, Tequila. Tia Big Matia Tequila? Yep. Oh, brother. I mean, I could understand if she was some hot bombshell or something. All these people, you know, of all sexes lined up uh, waiting to... But, I mean, she's nasty. Both nasty looking and nasty personality. Johnny Dark says the show is making strides. Maybe another 33 years and we'll get it right. Says, let me know when you have Tom Jick and Stan Major on. I'll be glad to come in. How are you going to squeeze all those people in that little studio there? Yeah, that'll be tough. Now, what, what, what's the story? If you had a guest, do you have another microphone in there now or not? No, not yet. Not yet? Hopefully over the weekend. What 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 holiday are we waiting for? Simchas Torah? Sukkot? Well, what Ju are we waiting for? Fourth of July is coming up. Jesus, God Almighty. Everything I ask you, is is this done yet? Is that in there? Oh, well, not yet. Not yet. Maybe we'll get a real call on line one, but probably not yet. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, what's up, man? Yes, sir. All right, I got a question for you. What do you think about the price of gold? What do I think about what? The price of gold. The price of gold. I don't. I don't buy gold. Yeah, because uh, Hannity, uh, all the right wingers are pushing it right now. Yeah, we had time to push stool, okay? Get, get out of here with the price of gold. All the right wingers are pushing gold. Hmm. <laughs> that should tell you I'm something. Gonna, Stay I'm away go from out it. I'm going to buy a whole bunch of it right now. Yeah. I wish I could afford to, but boy, I had a bad night at Woodbine last night. I don't know what I went back there for. I had a good afternoon, and then I was ahead. I was winning last night. Usually when I win a substantial amount, I run to the door and I go out. I leave. I didn't do it last night. I stayed. I got greedy. And when you get greedy, you lose your ass. Rectum. Wow. Not good. That's the way it goes. A fool and his money are soon farted. Here comes the bunny, and there goes your money, and that's the way it goes. The uh, fake Tom Jicka says, don't rip Joyce Kaufman too much. George may be working with her soon. That's true. Oh, poor. Is it true? I don't know. That's what I heard. Maybe. Maybe. Yep. Well, we hear a lot of things, Maybe. Sid may be coming, maybe, and this one may be doing over there, maybe, and yada, yada, yada. I don't have any spy reports or anything exciting going on in the business. So I guess they didn't have any kind of like a screaming match, or maybe they didn't rip my ass again last night. Get, get some new material, bastard. okay? Talk about somebody besides me. Talk about something besides Neil Rogers is washed up, and his ratings are at the bottom, and he's all finished, and he hasn't tried in years, and blah, 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 Neil this, Neil that. Just obsessed. Obsessed. And you know who's the driving force behind that? Your good friend Mark Hockmuner's uh, King China Hockman. Mm -hmm. He's the one. He's listening right now. You can bet your life on it. Obsessed. 
And you can be damn sure that those people over there are voting on the poll. They're freeping it. It's a disaster. The show's a disaster. Greg says, wow, it was very compelling to hear that Lums is finally closing. Greg? It says, my husband and I ate there August 08, so it must be Greg's email, but unless Greg is, you know, Yay. got a husband. Could be. I've been sick ever since, since August 08. I was diagnosed with IBS, a hiatal hernia, and anything else the doctor thought would fit. I'm now being seen by an internal medicine doctor and still haven't found what's wrong. I now have a new diagnosis, colitis. Short of wanting to sue, I find it compelling that Lums hasn't been shut down for serving trash for food. I'm sure the initial problem was a compelling case of food poisoning, being that we live two hours away from Lums. I didn't pursue the idea of looking into the fact that Lums probably poisoned me. I'm still <laughs> fighting whatever it is that Lums served up that fateful day in August. Lums should have been closed long ago, it says. Sincerely, a very sick listener. P.S. Anyone getting sick in Highlands County should be compelled to move the hell out. The doctors here suck or belong to the Seventh-day Adventist collection of misfits. The doctors preach Bible while they're in with the patient. All the hospitals here are sponsored by the Seventh-day Adventists. If anyone wants to work in these hospitals, they have to sign a contract agreeing not to wear makeup, jewelry, or fancy clothes. Don't the Seventh-day Adventists make that? Uh, you ought to like them. They make all that vegetarian stuff. Yeah. Do they? I don't know. You don't know? Yeah, they make those frozen uh, veggie patties and sausage links made out of veggie. Yeah, okay. I think. They don't serve any meat to the uh, patients who are in there. And if you ask me, my former medical doctor did not diagnose me correctly because I refused to go to his Bible study group. <laughs> he continually tells me I'd feel better if I read the Bible. I can't believe this crap happens. I've since switched doctors and finally find some relief. Don't break your neck in Highlands County. You'll be dead or converted just to get treatment. And even then, it's all in God's hands. It's crap. Just compelling crap, says whoever this is on Greg's email. They ate at Lums in August 08, and this person is... Been ill ever since. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Yes. Yes. I'm calling for a gentleman, a young Oh, gentleman. go away. Go die. Reverend Schmuck. Always sounds the same. Even when he's doing a phony voice, he always sounds the same. Always. It's pretty bad. Very, no, very bad. The worst. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Hey, did you hear the rumors that Howard is going back to a terrestrial? Yeah, I heard them. They're, they're not true. How do you know that? You, you guys talk? Yeah, I, I talked to Howard last night. He said it's crap. Oh, my God. Can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Can't believe what? Oh, he's gone. That was his. That was a medley of his material. That was down six points. Not too bad. Not too shabby. It's not the end of the world. I, I'd go out and buy a whole bunch of gold if I were you. <laughs> and then you can sell it to that guy that does these funny spots here on TV. The gold guy. Right. How about David Gold? Is he still on the air somewhere? David Gold? He was a right-wing uh, goofball on GBS 100 years ago. What a lineup they had. They had Lee Fowler, David Gold, Alan Burke, uh, and a bunch of other. And Blabo was on there, Lasseter. WGBS. That's way before your time. Oh, yeah. In fact, GBS... Uh, I'm trying to remember how that went down. They were 710, and then they sold it to Radio Mambi. Radio Mambi. No speaking English. Radio Incredible. Mambi. Too many of those stations on here, if you ask me. I could be wrong. And then on the cable, like between Channel 20 and 26, every station, no speaking English on a cable. Too much of that crap. Speak English, okay? You're in the U.S. Speak English. Cut the crap already, okay? Incredible. Speaky English. 
It says that he's uh, currently doing afternoons at KSFO AM in San Francisco. David Gould? Yep. Oh, boy. I did a TV show with Dwight Lauderdale, Channel 10, a panel show. Steve Kane, David Gould, yours truly, and there was somebody else on there. And W. Snooze, Luke Crone, and John Aha Levitt and Tom Don't Like Us, they uh, fill the audience with all their people. I'm trying to remember the name of the uh, producer. I think it was Jerry Helfman. Produced that show. I forget what they used to call it. It, it, it. We taped it. The talk show host got on there all together, and uh, it, it was all set up. It was contrived because the whole W.S. News audience uh, was, and Lou Crone is going, ah, 12 plus, 12 plus, you know, all this other crap. Like the audience watching on TV knew what 12 plus meant, you know? It was uh, embarrassing. And I ripped them an ass at Channel 10, and deservedly so. Dwight Lauderdale, he's not on anymore. They retired his mustache, too, didn't they? Yeah. Boy, he was, he was something. Dwight Lauderdale and John Broward. <laughs> and Daffy McCallum. What a silly, silly place. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On South Florida Sports Leader, 560 QAM. Hi, this is G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers. Real American A-holes. Real American A-holes. We salute you, Mr. Pull-Out-In-Front-Of-Me-Then-Slow-Down-Guy. Mr. Pull-Out-In-Front-Of-Me-And-Then-Slow-Down-Guy. You pulled out of Chili's parking lot like a bat out of hell. Only to bring traffic to a screeching halt. Get a freaking move on! Yes, I can read your bumper sticker. And I want to strangle your honor student. <laughs> your gall for cutting me off is matched only by the excruciating noise belching from the exhaust system of your Buick. Not gonna pay a lot for that bumper now. Sure. 25 saves lives, but it's your ass on the line when the Humvee behind you decides it's go time. So we salute you, Mr. Pull-Out-In-Front-Of-Me-And-Then-Slow-Down guy, your dashboard Jesus, your cracked vinyl top, and your Bondo. You are a real American a-hole. WQAM, hello. Not there on line one. What a, what a bitter disappointment. I thought that one was going to be from Depew, New York. <laughs> Ever been in Depew? No. Buffalo, baby. No way. WQAM, hello. Good morning, man. Yes, sir. How you doing? Uh, okay. I don't usually like China Rica so much, but that's the other that she does it for me. Let her what? give me a ruby shower if she wanted. Who? A ruby shower if she wanted to. Who? Tequila, tequila, tequila. Uh, she's nasty. Oh, oh, get out of here. Yeah. No, love. That guy has no taste, dude. She is not yeah, hot at all. Your taste is in your tachas, baby. She could give you a Roman, uh, yeah. So annoying. Yeah, she is annoying. And nasty, really mias. Yeah. WQAM, hello. What? Now, that's interesting. Line four is on hold. Yes, sir. Yo, what up, Pine Bush, New York, baby? Where? Pine Bush, New York, man. Upstate. Where the hell is that? That's up by uh, up in the freaking mountains, man. Oh. <laughs> listen, listen, Neil. I was on TNT. I heard George going to sign up with Glenn Beck. Is that true? Yeah. I didn't show you serious. Yeah, Stormy. Yeah. Come on. He's, he's Get going. out of here. He's in Pine <laughs> uh, Schmendrick, New York. Now they're going to be calling on line one and just making up cities. You know, well, I'm in Montpelier, Vermont, uh, yeah, and, and meanwhile they're down in uh, Dadeland somewhere. Who the hell are you kidding, man? 
There's no no people in whatever that whatever that town was he made up. There's no people with that kind of accent. Incredibly. I don't think. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon AT and T wireless line. They like the calls being back. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Right behind uh, they miss George is I love the calls being back. What's your take on the show? Four hundred and uh, some odd vote. Four fifty eight. I miss George. One fifty two. I love the calls being back. Sixty one. One thing about the calls, man, they haven't changed. It's eight months later and it's still the same. The show is fine. Fifty nine. It's okay. Forty four. It's weak. Forty two. It's great. Thirty four. What show? 32. It's compelling, 19. It's a disaster, 15. It's a disaster, Neil. It's a disaster. I'm going to be on vacation next week, and Flea's going to be doing a compelling show with the Josh Cordes. Yep. Now you got some very important guests lined up. Alex Marvez, maybe. Some other people from the Herald. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some of the Herald sports writers, man. They're doing it for the other shows. Oh! Alex Marvez. He has the worst hair ever. He has, he has the ultra mullet going on. Really? Oh, it's terrible. Ira Windbag, is she going to be on? No. No? Nope. No Herald Sports writers, huh? No, not at all. Unless Levitard oh. wants to come on. <laughs> what about Greg Kotex? Oh, I can't stand that guy. Talk about a guy who... He's a real jackball. Yeah, you talk about people who think that they're funny and they're not. Mm -hmm. He's top of the list. Yeah. His Sunday article is, I wipe my butt with it. Do you? Yeah, sometimes. Rectum. WQAM, hello. Uh, hi, I come from Beijing, China. WQAM, <laughs> hello. Hello? Yes, hello. Hey, Dave. Oh, God. With the phony oh, accent, it's Reverend Jones. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Listen, this is the difference between Flea and George. Yeah. Okay? I'm listening. Flea doesn't consider himself your equal. Okay? That's why I like Flea. Flea, do you consider yourself me as equal? I don't even know what that means. Yeah, well, what is that supposed to mean? My equal in what? We're not talking on a human level, because, of course, you're both humans, but as a radio personality. I would say that I have a lot to learn from Neil. Very good. To George, on the other hand, he was a one-man circus. He thought he was Neil's equal, and that's just sort of what I felt. How do, how do you know that? What, what makes you say that? Just from listening to his shows, Neil, it just kind of um, it, it kind of turned my stomach a little bit. I almost really? lost a few times. Yeah. So... That's just what I thought I'd add my two cents. You know, I love the whole phone call thing. You're, you're doing a great job. I love the show. I'd never stop listening. So, good show, my friend. Good okay, show. thanks, Pally. Have a great day. I don't know what he's talking about. And why two cents? What is it? Why two cents? Where did that come from? Two cents plain. I don't know. That's, that's another stupid expression. Can I throw in my two cents? How about five cents? How about a dime? How about... About 30, man. 30 cent or 50 cent. Why only two cents? Two cents plain... That's another idiotic thing. Two cents plain seltzer. Boy, what days those were with the famous where they used to put the big bottle of seltzer on the table and you'd be grepsing. <laughs> Even before you started eating, you'd be grepsing like crazy just from the aroma. Oh, boy, I sure could go for a big plate of gribbiness right now. I know everybody likes their different. Everybody loves Italian and a lot of people like Chinese food, but there's nothing like Jew food. You wouldn't know because you're not a real Jew, but and having lived in Tampa all those years. Not too many places you can get good Jew food in Tampa. No, not really. I told you that guy tried the deli thing there. It lasted about five minutes, and he was out of business. When Lasseter and I were uh, on SUN there, he was a sponsor, brought in a whole bunch of food. Boy, all you people that brought in food for Lasseter at uh, SUN and FLA, you killed him. Now he's dead. You killed him. That's probably something that keeps me alive. Seven and a half years I've been doing most of the shows from here. 
Nobody brings in food. Thank God. I don't even have any weenies to cook in there to nuke during uh, the show today. Oh, no. But I could take, you know, a few minutes, put on my shoes and pantaloons and go to the store and get some. <laughs> oh, my God, he's trying to get out of there on the last day before vacation. Why don't you forego your vacation, too, Neil? Forego the summer schedule and give up all your vacation dates. If you cared about the show, you would do these things. If you cared about us. The Dow's up seven cents. Hmm. Let's hear it. Oh, who the hell needs gold when the Dow's up seven cents? Oh, 1.43, 1.36. Well, if they're pushing gold, that means they think that the market's going to crash. Is that what? Well, who cares what they think? Right. These are the survivalist, right-wing lunatics. Very much like the white supremacist, like the guy that shot the abortion doctor. Oh, yeah. The like guy the... that went nuts at the uh, Holocaust Memorial. Yeah, the leftist. Yeah, the leftist, right. <laughs> According to Rush. What an idiot. Mary says there's something very wrong with your show. It's the audience. You haven't changed. They have. I started listening on Zeta. used to have living, breathing people with at least a little bit of brains and a sense of humor. I can remember when callers actually had compelling material, at least could give you something to work with. I guess now they're all married with kids and have real jobs, so they don't listen anymore. I'm the only one left, underemployed Baron Spinster. About the bad signal, I was listening Monday, driving on a Palmetto, and it was fine. But the minute I exited west at Okeechobee, the wave started. Well, we got that all solved, thanks to Fix It, Mary. Nice going, Fix It. I live off Hollywood Boulevard, just west of I-95. I can only get QAM to come in if I plug my radio into one of two outlets in my condo. Anything else in the place is as if it's not even on the dial. Missing George a lot, hoping Flea gets with it soon. Mary in Hollywood. Get with it soon, will you please? I'm working my on it. God, Mary's about ready to throw in the towel on your ass. So that that is completely solved now, right? The signal thing? The ocean? Yes. The waves? The ocean is gone. So we had we had two transmitters cranking at the same time. Exactly. Now, that's got to be a first. I, I can't imagine, you know, in, in radio history. Of course, it's the change over to the new building, you know. You do understand. And I'm going to let you in on a little uh, health secret. Okay. One of the reasons that this show is, aside from management restraints on it, I'm talking about on my end, since I'm supposed to take responsibility, and that is diabetes. After I had my first mini-stroke, my first TIA, I was at IOD, and I came back on the ear, and I could barely speak, you know, and uh, Disney was like, oh, gee, how come he's got to take another week off? I just had a stroke, and he's wondering why I'm taking time off. You know, they're all the same. Slacker. Yeah. And anyway, I could barely speak. I had no strength, no energy. I mean, not that I sound like that now, but I still, and, and, and when I can hear it, I don't hear it now. I hear, I sound like me, you know. But like that spot that I cut yesterday for you, mm -hmm. and then I hear you play it, and it sounds like I, I'm stroked out, you know, like, slurring, like that. So I need to get my blood sugar down, which I'm going to have to work on during this vacation. I know that sounds silly, but you don't have the energy and you don't sound like yourself when you have uh, high blood sugar all the time. I've had it for like two years. Wow. Bad. It's a miracle I'm still alive. And that's all that crap, all that candy, all that ice cream, all those Hershey bars with almonds and toffee that I keep raving about. Got to stop. When in doubt, cut it out. Don't you hear like it sounds like I'm like just had a stroke recently? <laughs> no, I'm not getting that, but you would know better than, than me. I know. There's a good book I have, though. It's called The uh, Kitchen Shrink, and yeah. it talks about how your blood sugar level affects a lot of things with your uh, in your body. Oh, yes. Including moods and stuff like that. Like you said, energy. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have no energy when your blood sugar is real high. No energy. You're always tired. And you always feel, like, oh, geez, like you barely want to get out of bed. Right. Like that. 
And then there are a lot of people who are not diabetic, and they also don't want to get out of bed. But that's another story. 475 votes on the poll. It's compelling. It's got 20. Thanks, Bob, for uh, reminding us to put that on there. Origin of my two cents. Somebody sends me that. You ask, and we receive. After the break. This is the Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On South Florida Sports Report later. 560 QA. This is the Neil Rogers Show. Rock, 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 rock solid. This is your brain. You, 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 fairy. Any questions? Turned about. Bathhouse doubt. Listen. Chances are. Hi. Hello. Water's warm, huh? I'll say. You uh, come here often? Pardon me? Have you been here before? No, first time. Oh. What's your name? Freeway. Freeway, that's nice. I'm Spigot. Pleased to meet you, Spigot. I'm here. <sighs> you uh, here to get uh, clean or what? Oh, uh, I don't know. Hmm. You uh, work around here? I'm a waiter, but actually I'm an actor, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. It's tough, isn't mm. it? You probably need to relax. Oh, I'll say, but, you know, with everything that's in the news and all, it's just... Hey, uh... you can start relaxing right now, Freeway. I uh, brought something. Ooh, uh... Sheep. Mm-hmm. And Freeway, not just any sheep, either. Look. <gasps> wow, gold lame. <laughs> Pretty kicky <laughs> condom, huh? Mm. But here's the most important part, Freeway. Mm. The protein. Label. Protect, huh? Aren't those endorsed by the by... City Council of San Francisco? Absolutely. You know the Protect slogan, don't you? I sure do. Mm-hmm. Certified safe by the city by the bay. <laughs> well, what do you say? Darn, look at that. I dropped the soap again. Oh. I'll get it. <laughs> you bet your life he will. And with confidence. Because Freeway and Spicket have condom sense. Don't let worry spoil those chance meetings in public showers. Always carry Protect. P-R-O-T-E-C-T. Keep my mind free as can be. P-R-O-T-E-C-T. Been down with no apology. Don't doubt. Know what it's all about. The Protect Sheep. So they won't send you a wreath. Protect condoms, a division of Black Flag House and Garden Pest Control Division, keeping situations safe since 1887. I'm dying over here. 11.02 at 560 WQM. We got the big O at 2, Mad Dog 4 to 7. It's the usual a pristine schedule. We got no ball games, no stuff. Yeah, the only change, though, is that Big O and Jim Manich will be out at Dolphin Camp today. Dolphins Mini Camp. Mini Camp, yeah. Mini. Get it right. Yeah, it's Mini. Mini Camp. Old Tiny Camp. Mini camp today. Wow. Oh. Holy moly. That's almost as compelling as the NFL draft, but not quite. Anyway, then Dolphin tonight, 7 to 8, which is not the least bit compelling. And then the DA show with its. Oh. Uh, from 8 to 11 tonight. And then Greg Likens uh, at 11 to 1. I still don't understand what that. On Friday nights, the only night of the week we have a live show at 11. Is there a reason for that? If there is, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the reason. Is that to build up the weekend wall of football or something like that? Even though there's no football being played yet, but nevertheless. Yeah, maybe you want to check into that someday. It just, it just seems strange. I agree. Not that I begrudge Greg his two hours of fame in the limelight with that dynamite nighttime signal. Ten-year-old Kennedy Corpus has a rock-solid excuse. Rock-solid. For missing the last day of school with a personal note to her teacher from President Obama. This is in Green Bay, Wisconsin. 
Her father, John Corpus of Green Bay, stood to ask Obama about health care during the president's town hall-style meeting at Southwest High School yesterday. He told Obama his daughter was missing school to attend the event, and he hoped she didn't get into trouble. You need me to write a note, Obama asked. The crowd laughed, but the president was serious. On a piece of paper, he wrote, To Kennedy's teacher, please excuse Kennedy's absence. She's with me, Barack Obama. He stepped <laughs> off the stage to hand deliver the note to Kennedy's surprise. That's awesome. You, you didn't see that? They showed it about 800 times on CNN. Yeah, I saw it. I thought he was joking till he started walking down, Kennedy said after the event, showing off the note in front of a bank of TV cameras. It was like the best thing ever. Yeah, just excuse her absence, she's with me, El Presidente. The student at Alpo Le uh, Leopold Elementary School in Green Bay already knew she, what she was going to do with the note, frame it along with her ticket to the event. She said she'd make a copy for her teacher. Kennedy said she had never seen Obama before. He's really nice, she said. I agree, he's really nice, but I, I don't know. Uh, you know. I don't know yet. You know what I mean? I like him a lot personally. I keep saying this, but uh, I, I don't know. The verdict is still out. Yeah. Nick says, whoever's picking the QM cutie of the day is doing a great job. Other months had so-so looking girls. This month, they're all great. Check it out, says Nick. Huh, that's on the WQM.com, I'm assuming. Yeah, that'd be Josh Cordes. Josh Cordes is picking out the cuties. How's his Russian girlfriend doing? Where's George, by the way? I thought he was coming in 11 o'clock. He said he was going to try to get here around 11. Uh, you don't think he's going to shine us, do you? It's a uh, possibility. Now, if he does come in there, how are you going to put him on the ear? You don't have a guest mic. Well, he can use my mic. I'll step down for a few minutes. You'll step down? Yeah. I guess I'm sitting, so I'll just move over. He can sit in your lap. He's small enough. I'll pass. Well, you said that Cordis was going to be sitting in your lap starting next week when you're filling in, because there's no guest mic. Yeah, we might have to do the show from the other studio. Oh, don't say that. No, they should put a mic in here over the weekend. Don't say that. See, you're giving them an out already. You're in a position of authority there. You're a big shot. Not the eye. You got some clout. When in doubt, use your clout, man. WQAM, hello. Hola. WQAM, hello. Yes, I'd like to rob a couple. Oh, God, not him again. <laughs> oh. I get choked up with uh, the Reverend, Reverend Putz. Mike says there's some speculation as to the or origin of the idiom, my two cents. Some believe that the phrase originates in betting card games such as poker. In these games, one must make a small ante before beginning play. Thus, the phrase makes an analogy between entering the game and entering a conversation. However, there's no documentary evidence of this being the origin of the idiom, and as such is merely speculation. Other likely origins are that my two pennies worth is derived from the much older 16th century British expression, a penny for your thoughts. Oh. See, I got it. It came from my two pence worth. Well, can I finish this, please? Oh, sorry. I thought you were. There's all, well, I'm not done yet. There's also some belief that it may have its origins in the early cost of postage in Britain, the two-penny post where two pennies was the normal charge sending a letter containing one's words and thoughts or feelings to someone. Two-penny post. How British, you know? How? Oh, look at that. Christiana Amanpour with a shmata on her head. And everybody is telling us... She's in Iran where they're having the big election today, and there's Christiana Amanpour with that uh, shmata on. Oh, she's so phony baloney, that bitch. Really? My two-penny post. Now, what were you going to say? Two pence? Yeah, my two pence. The British term. How about My Three Sons? I used to love that show. 
Did you really? Yeah, I used to watch the reruns. I only on loved it because Don Grady was on it. Oh, brother. He's on Nick at Night. He was doing Farrah Fawcett, by the way. She isn't dead, really? is she? No, I don't think so. She's on right on the verge, right on the edge. Yeah, he was uh, banging her. Mm, not too bad. For her, yeah. yeah. Back in the day. I mean, she was attractive, but boy, he was just Don Grady. What was his name on the show? Rob? I think so. I don't know. Not that it makes any difference. It was Ernie, the goofy kid with the glasses. And who was the other one? Chip. Oh, yeah, Chip off the old block. Chip Carey. And then there was uh, Rob. Wow. Don Grady. I bet you he's old and ugly now. And that goes to show you. All you good-looking young people, someday you'll be old and ugly. Oh, boy. And then you'll look in the mirror in the morning and say, oh, how did I get like this? Have you ever looked at people and wondered, you know, older people, like, you know, 100, 60, 70, like me, old, and wondered what they looked like when they were younger? Oh, yeah, not of just, course. Not just what they looked like, but what they acted like. You know, you look at some of these old farts who are like, yeah, you know the ones I'm talking about, the old Yentas. Yeah. Hey, it was just and, his birthday the other day, Donna Grady. June 8th, 1944, so that makes him, what, 65 years old. Oh, can you imagine? Don Grady is 65 years old? Yep. How sad. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. I am calling from Cockfuck, Iowa. <laughs> All right. Put a pin in that one. Yeah, I think I've been there. Yeah, I bet you have. <laughs> one of those towns you drive through real fast, like Two Egg. Ever been in Two Egg, Florida? No. You haven't? Nope. It's like a stoplight. It's over by, I think, by Panama City in that uh, part oh, of the, you know, okay. the Redneck Riviera. Woods. In that neck of the woods. There's a stoplight, and I don't even know if there's like a um, Denny's or something there. Oh, I do love Denny's, though. I'm going to get me that bacon cheeseburger next time I'm at Denny's. <laughs> okay, laugh. See, you're laughing at me. I have That's no problem with Denny's. Really, I don't. I think really? it's okay, yeah. Have, when's the last time you were in there? Denny's? Not too long ago. Really? Yeah. I do breakfast a lot. Do you get that Grand Slam? I get the uh, the moon over my hammy. Without the hair. No, I just I usually just get eggs and hash browns and stuff. Ugh. I but, was thinking about I was thinking about being a copycat and trying the vegetarian thing and see how long I could do it. It's not for everyone. But it would be good for my uh, health though. I'm Lose sure. some weight. Yeah. The only problem is it's all carbs. It's you know not refined carbs, but it's all carbs. Yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, there's very little protein and a lot of carbohydrates. The last thing I need is more carbs. Killer carbs, baby. They will kill you. They will put you in the ground. Well, I'm still here. That's the amazing part of it. Still alive. 508 votes on the poll. 26 say compelling. And only 16 disaster. So George may be not having time to come in today. Maybe not. Or maybe he will. Maybe he'll pop in around noon. Wow, My Three Sons was on for 12 seasons. Yeah. William Frawley and William Demarest, they were the two uh, grandpas, right? Yep. Fred McMurray. Yeah, Fred McMurray. Boy, he was. Now, you talk about a guy who was boring. He had boring stamped on his forehead, Fred McMurray. Every role that he ever played, I mean, that was just him. In fact, he was in a great movie, The Cane Mutiny. And, you know, everybody else in the movie was like scintillating. You know, Van Johnson was even good in that movie, and uh, the real good looking kid. What the hell was his name? I don't remember his name. Robert Francis. And, of course, Humphrey Bogart was great in that movie. And Jose Ferrer was great in that movie. But Fred McMurray was, uh, you know, he was just the same. He just never never changed. He was as bland as tapioca pudding. You agree? Yes, I do. Very boring guy. 
Now, you talk about a guy that went a long way with very little talent. Because when you're an actor or actress, you've got to have, like, some oomph, some pizzazz, some, you know, some something. Something. And all he had was bland. He was not very compelling. Listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On South Florida Sports Later. 560 QAM. Friday, you bastard. Hey, basketball fans. What could be better than watching your favorite players slam dunk? How about watching them get dunked in the slammer? You can with the all new NBA Criminal League. Yes, all your favorite players on the court are now in court. There's Kobe Bryant, Daryl Armstrong, Damon Stoudemire, Glenn Robinson, Chris Webber, Jerry Stackhouse, and of course, Allen Iverson. Iverson shoots. And he scores. When all the NBA superstars are in lockdown, the action is locked up. The NBA Criminal League. They've gone from committing fouls to committing felonies, and you can be a material witness to all the drama with the NBA Criminal League. See there, man? That's, a, that's what I call a dead ball. The NBA Criminal League. I love these gangsters! Oh, speaking of that, former NBA referee Tim Donahue was attacked in prison by a fellow inmate. Uh-oh. Who claimed he had ties to the New York mob. The attacker hit Donahue in the right knee with a stick or club in November at a minimum security federal prison camp in Pensacola, said Pat Zeranik of Executive Prison Consultants. Donahue, who pleaded guilty in New York to conspiracy to engage in wire fraud and transmitting betting information through interstate com uh, commerce, is serving a 15-month sentence. Speaking of consultants, by the way, you'll never guess who I have another email from. Walter. Walter. Mm-hmm. Sabo. Okay. Oh. You didn't want to hazard a guess? No. No. Anyway, subject, accuracy of Arbitron. Hi, Neil. I'm happy you value my services and will continue to serve you. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'll probably be getting a bill in the mail. As you know, I work hard to provide my clients the material they need to perform their jobs effortlessly. I'm not your client, Walter. Here's what I've done for the industry. I've had discussions with Arbitron. As a result, there's now a disclaimer that's on their websites. And it, the, the first word, we can't say it. I don't know why. Ratings are based on audience estimates and are the opinion of Arbitron. Should not be relied on for precise accuracy or precise representatives of a demographic or radio market. I hope you have a great vacation. And rest assured, your friendly neighborhood consultant will always be there for you. Walt. Kind of scary, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. First, it was that uh, John, what's his name? What the hell is his name? I forget. The uh, stern antagonist from New York, from the uh, formerly New York Post, foisted himself upon me and then uh, got rid of him. And now Walter Sabo is injected. Of course, he's good buddies with your pal Joe, so. That's what I hear. Do you really? Birds of a feather screw it up together. <laughs> oh, they do. WQAM, hello. Now, look at that. Line 5 is ringing. QAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, did you call this number? At, uh, uh, I yesterday or today already. Huh? What? You call this number. Yeah. Uh, you are Catholic? Catholic? Yeah. Are you George Catholic? Eres el cojonudo de yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> that was great. That was on line five. Yeah. He he thought we called him. No, he didn't. That that, that guy in the back, he calls all the time. Oh. No, I played that from the DCS. Oh. Oh, I thought that was another guy in the back. I no. thought it was like a tag team act. <laughs> no. Oh, Christ. Well, that's disappointing. I thought we had like a real call on line five. The line, the phones are still all screwed up, by the way. Yeah. In case anybody out there is wondering, taking notes on the progress we're making or lack thereof. We are uh, lack thereof. But may, I bet you by Monday, maybe something's going to be working. So I guess maybe George is shining us and is not going to come in and participate in the show today. That's depressing. He'll probably come in with you, though, next week. I hope so. That would be nice. Yeah. He's certainly welcome anytime he wants. Absolutely. Joyce Kaufman, on the other hand, is not. Sorry. No. Sorry, Joyce. Well, she's got her own thing there. She's probably got a better signal than we got. Yeah, she does. They got a pretty good signal there, 850. They don't have any audience, but they got a... And the audience that they do have, man, they're obsessed with her. Oh, wow. yeah. And good news, the new teabag t-shirts are available on our website. In case you want one. On whose website? Kaufman's. On Joyce Kaufman's uh, website? Yeah, they're peddling uh, teabag... T-shirts. Oh, oh, how sad. How very sad. Are they doing the uh, Herbert Hoover uh, T-shirts, too? You know, a chicken in every pot and two cars in every garage? No, I didn't see that one. Oh, that's coming next. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil, please. Speaking. Neil, I was going to tell you, basically, here's what it comes down to. I feel on radio, you've had a tremendous run. You're still fantastic. Mm -hmm. The industry is completely shot. I mean, like most corporate things, Neil, it's been watered down. It's been played out. And the true talent, the people who are the innovators, the people who shake things up and make things move, mm -hmm. aren't wanted anymore. They want cookie-cutter things that they can control. And that's basically the way the industry is now. They want cheap. That's the one thing they want is cheap. That's all they uh, care about, cheap. Neil, listen, if they could get the job done by four people for the price of one, they're taking it. Have a good one, brother. Okay, thanks. Kevin says, you still are the man. Do not listen to the haters. Have a great vacation next week. Enjoy. Sorry to be sure to have to get out to Dolphin Camp. And then he's got... <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. Mini camp. Mini camp. Get it right, Kevin. Get out to Dolphin Mini Camp. Ricky says, all you need to know about Tampa is that Pollo Tropical failed until they closed and reopened as Tropical Chicken. Bunch of backwards rednecks on the West Coast. No kidding, Ricky. Ricky loves the show, by the way, he says. Oh, good. He's the one. Hey, listen, we still got a couple people out there. Now, how are we doing with those uh, online listeners? I will uh, log on to that let's right check. now. Let's uh, make that a regular part of the show now. Okay. Since Walter Sabo told Arbitron that their uh, system blows. boy, Walt. Man, my computer's moving really slow. Here we go. It's going slow? Very. Now, what, what computer have you got? Are you working? Well, not the one that I bought. No, I have uh, Fat Chris's old computer. Oh, boy, Fat Chris's old computer. Did he pee on it for you? I hope not. Right now, three, 392 people online. Yeah. Listening well, online. Friday is always down a little bit. I don't know why. Right. Well, at uh, 8 a.m., we had 120. Oh, 8 a.m., we had 120, and now we got 392, and we always go up at noon. Be sure to remind me at noon, we'll check it again. Okay. It says, Fred McMurray was the Piri Como of actors. <laughs> well put. Very well put. Perpetual coma. Chip was Don Grady's brother. If you go to Don's homepage, he has undated pics. Undated pecs. Oh, boy. 
As a young man, well, what years was that show on? I hate to make you go back to that again, My Three Sons. It started in 1960 and ran for 12 years. So in 1960, I would have been 18. Yeah, I would have been, oh, wait, not born. You would have been what? Not born yet. Not born in 1960? That's only 49 years ago. How old are you? 41. 41? Yeah. Boy, you're getting pretty old. I know. Ask me. Yeah. Don Grady pics. Where's the Don Grady naked pictures from 1962? I want to see those. C.T. says, just read an article about the state of Florida's Operation Eagle Claw, which sought to raid marijuana grow houses over the past couple of days. This just infuriates me. It's such a joke that in this day and age, with the economy being what it is, that we haven't done away with the archaic enforcement of such a ridiculous law. In my opinion, the laws against marijuana are worse than the prohibition against alcohol. To this day, no one has ever overdosed on pot, nor do you ever hear about someone smoking a joint, jumping into a car and killing a family. Why can't we legalize and tax the damn plant already? Yeah! It's the most hypocritical, repressive law we have in this country, considering nearly half the population smokes, including many of the police, lawyers, judges, correction officers, that must then interact with the offenders. Don't mean to vent so much, but damn it, that froths my ass, says C.T. Oh! Anyway, have a great weekend. Enjoy the break. Okay, I'm, I will. I'm with him. Well, who the hell isn't? Except a bunch of retarded uh, right-wing... And, 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 you know, the, the interesting part of it is that the Republicans who are into small government, they should be all for legalizing or at least decriminalizing pot. Billions and billions and billions of lost revenue by not taxing it. And, of course, it's a cottage industry. You do understand that. The reason the DEA is still in existence is because it's a self-perpetuating piece of crap. If they decriminalize all of these things, then there's no need for the DEA, and all these people are going to be out on their ass. <gasps> yeah, out of work. SOL. On the beach. That was down 12 and a half points. Nothing to get psychotic about yet. Yes. To Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On South Florida's Sports Leader. 560 QA. It's Friday, you bastards. Okay, all right, everybody. Welcome back to KFC and Oprah's Chicken Riot. And you're not getting any free chicken. And you're not getting any free chicken. Neither are you. Nope, you're not getting any either. And you're not getting any free chicken. No way. Don't even try it. Nobody's getting any free chicken. <laughs> I'll be damned. That Oprah, what a bitch, huh? 11.30 at 5.60 WQM. Happy Friday to you. Dolphin Minicamp today, man. We got uh, Big O and Mad Dog from Minicamp this afternoon. Are you whipped up about that? You guys starting to smell it? Get the fever? Oh, yeah. Michael says, the guy that said Pollo Tropical failed and got renamed in Tampa is absolutely incorrect, sir. There are two, currently, uh, two Pollo Tropicals in Tampa, one in St. Pete. They are both named Pollo Tropical, and they've got a bunch of rude Cubans working there, just like in Miami. <laughs> Tampa has a rednecky reputation, but at least people speak English here and are nice to each other, says Michael. Oh, he's in Tampa. Poor baby. Well, you like it there. I, don't, I still don't get that. I do. Maybe, maybe they could build you a studio in Tampa. Wouldn't that be interesting? Toronto to Tampa to Miami. That'd be awesome. Tinkers to Evers to Chance. How's Bobby Chance doing? He's still alive? Before your time, Bobby Chance. Pitcher. Yankees. Okay. How about that Game 7 tonight, baby? Red Wings and Penguins. Everybody's all whipped up about that. Had a, one call about that. What's your take? What do you think? I don't know. And I don't really care. Just get it over with already. What time the Leafs playing? Oh, and guess who's playing here tonight? Who? The Marlins. Oh, that's right. 
Am I right? This yep. weekend the Marlins are in Toronto to play the Blue Jays? That is correct. Boy, that could be ugly for the Marlins. Blue Jays are playing pretty good. And is Doc Holliday pitching tonight? Am I correct or am I, did I dream that? Hmm, good question. I can check. Oh, there's NHL on the fly with a Tim Horton spot. Ooh, that looked bad. I know. Some things are just meant to be together. Tim Horton's hot breakfast sandwich. Oh, that looks nasty. I'll tell you, food looks bad on TV. You don't eat it in uh, real life. That is true. No, seriously, if they can't even make it look good, if they can't airbrush it and make it look good on TV, then forget about it. Oh, because George is calling me. Be... Huh? George is calling me. Hang on. Maybe, maybe George is coming in. Or maybe George is giving you some lame-ass excuse about, oh, geez, I got an appointment for a, I got a meeting. Uh, yeah. Maybe he's got a job interview. We sure don't want to interrupt that. Barry says, I agree with you about religion. Even though it's expression, thank God, is a ridiculous expression, I always say thank goodness. Well, what difference does it make, Barry? Now you're nitpicking, man. Thank God. Thank Neil God. Yeah, well, who cares? I've, I've said that on the air, and people will call and say, oh, gee, we just, you're supposed to be an atheist, but we heard you just, you, it slipped out. Yeah, it slipped out. George will be here in a minute. Really? Yeah. All right. All right. Here you go, boys and girls. Now, does he know he's leading the poll? I'll wait for him to come in there, and it'll make him feel good. Yeah. It'll make him feel bad, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Scott in Pinellas Park says, uh, KSFO fired Michael Savage. He makes David Gold seem liberal. Mike Thompson would feel at home at that station. That station is infamous for being the home of right-wing nutballs. KSFO in San Francisco. I, I, I just don't get it. Tonight, it's Ricky Nolasco versus Halliday. Oh, my God. The Doc. Yeah, 10-1. and one. Oof. He is going to... Shut down some Marlin ass tonight, I think. But we'll see. Who cares? Do, do I really care? No. No. Am I going to go and see all the... How many Marlin fans do you think will be there tonight in Toronto? About 30, man. At the Rogers Center. So George is going to be in there in a minute? He's parking right now. All right. Has he got his own parking space out there? <laughs> yeah. It's called the Visitor. Here's one that says, What's the name of the Brazilian steakhouse that was part of Neil's deals, and where is their location in West Sunrise? The Brazilian Steakhouse. Well, George will know when he comes in. Right? Absolutely. I mean... Absolutely. Scott says, I literally live across the street from the Pollo Tropical in Pinellas Park, just like being back in South Florida. Wife and I eat there at least twice a week. Yeah, I like Pollo Tropical just fine. They used to be one of our fine sponsors once upon a time and used to bring us food back in the day. Back in those days when we could get food brought in and eat on the air and get, uh, what's his name, all bent out of shape? What's the guy's name? I forget his name. Yeah, that guy. That guy who gets, uh, you know, all his emails are about eating on the air. Oh, it's disgusting. And it's uh, this and that and the other. T-T-O-T, this, that and the other thing. In Shelby, Montana. WQAM, hello. Ask George out of city bus, Roger. Go away. Go away. Don't go away, man. Just go away. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on a Verizon and AT&T wireless line. I don't I don't know what the deal is there with lines 8, 9, 10 and 11. What what how that is working? I don't know. And I do know the deal with the lines 1 through 7 is that one is the only one that rings. Right. That's that toll-free number for the whole USA. 1-877-785-6345. We had a call yesterday, one from Connecticut that we didn't want. And then what else did we get? Tennessee. You know, one from Tennessee allegedly. One from Jacksonville. I wonder if it works in Tampa. If it works in Tennessee, it must work in Tampa, wouldn't you think? I would think so. Maybe Scott will call us from Pinellas Park or one of our other three or four Tampa listeners. We got a few people over there. Yeah. 
WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil? Yes, sir. Yeah, I decided uh, to have a poor chop of call because you having lunch right now. Thank you, sir. What did he say? He said, uh, thanks for the suggestion for Pollo Tropical. He's having lunch right now. Oh, okay. No extra charge, sir. No charge. Hey, hey, hey look who it is. George is in there. Oh, I can tell. i, I got to give him headphones, though, because of this system. So. you got to give him what? I'm gonna, oh, i got to give him my headphones, so I'm going oh, to move aside. I'm here last part of that. George! Yeah. Yeah, move aside. Let me have this seat. Uh, yeah, shove his ass out of there. I did. Get no, your seat just, back. He's just standing there uh, drinking water now. All right, I'm taking over. Wow, it's colorful in here. Look at all the colors. How do you like the new studio? Too bad nothing works, but it's, it's very nice. It looks He's got pretty two good, TVs, huh? two TVs, so you can have porn yeah. On yesterday one we didn't have any the TVs. Other. They just put that in because they knew you were showing up today. It was very handy. So how are you doing, George? I'm doing all right. So far, I mean, when I don't you have start a, on eight fifty, I, I don't have a job yet. As soon as they can convince uh, corporate that uh, that I'm money, because that's all everybody says that they money? care about money, that I can make money for them. Oh, you want money? But it's a scary thing. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I got a great pitch, <laughs> but it's just it's a very scary pitch. I think I'm going about it the wrong way. I think that if I go into these radio stations and say, I'll cost you a lot of money, and you'll get very low ratings and revenue, then mm -hmm. I'll get hired right away, just like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. But I'm, I'm, I'm going about it the wrong way because I say, hey, look, I'm a bargain. I've got all these clients with me. Um, I'm only going to ask for this much uh, and or we'll work something out, you know, like I'll work for food or something and I have all these clients with me and they're like, eh, I don't know, I don't know. So, um, so I'm talking to those people and I'm talking to the James Crystal people at the same time and... You know, there's uh, there's excitement at the same time. I thought those are the James Crystal people, 850. Oh yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm talking to the other people too. At the oh, across the street, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, those people. Those oh, people. God. Sure. All the people inside the building want me to go to work there, but they have corporate people also mm -hmm. that that have that. And I don't know money. I don't know. We'd rather spend a lot and make a little. You mean like Howard Davis? Yeah. Well, no, he's all for it. He's all for it. They have their own corporate people. He's not corporate. Oh, I see. He's the general manager. Everybody not inside. Like Dennis like I said, Collins. Everybody Dennis inside. Collins got his finger in it. I don't know who that is. Is he the? Uh, the he's the from corporate Lincoln Financial. Oh, okay, well then the that, of... that's that's the guy. He's the guy that seems to be afraid of uh, money and a profit. Oh religion. my God, Dennis Collins. He was the one that was standing out in front of the building when we did the snooze cruise on IOD. Remember that? No. You don't? I mean, I remember the snooze cruise, but I don't remember him being the guy standing the He was the one the standing out in front where we put the tombstone on front of the building. Well, don't we say anything him. bad about him. I want all these people to like me. Everybody's oh, no, we great. Love Dennis Collins. He's one of the brilliant radio minds of all time, I would uh, say. I'm not going to say a bad thing about, about anybody. I do, I do want to say this, though. I had some things, I, uh, like from day one, from starting the day after that I was uh, overhearing when I would pop the show on. Remember how we used to think that some of the fake emailers were inside a radio station? Yes. Or knew someone inside a right. radio station? Yes. Where's the, where's the thing over here? Yeah. No, 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 not even close. The things that I heard from the fake emailers were like, like were so ridiculous, beyond description, and, and just wrong, just plain out wrong. What, what do you mean by that? Everything. Every time that you read an email saying, I heard that George was talking, or this one, that George was in, the, anything that you read from someone that heard something about me and who was I was BS. talking to was, was complete BS. Mm -hmm. Could not be more wrong. But you'll even, be thrilled to know that I'm getting real emails from the real Walter Sabo every day woo! now. Well, I might have to call him, so be nice to him, too. Oh, I'm being nice because he's the one that's telling Arbitron that their numbers are full of crap. Are you are you following this new thing? Yeah, got... yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's like you know, I don't buy it, but then you know, what are you going to do? This is um, this is what you're saddled with. Well, your buddy Joe is buying it, baby. Yeah. Oh, you're number twenty-four in your demo. If I was you, if you hey, cared about Joe the show, you give up your summer vacation. You give up your uh, oh yeah. Joe's great. <laughs> 
I'm not saying bad anything bad about anybody till I get my severance check. That's not true. After, after the break, you will. After the break, you're going to let it all loose. Well, <laughs> you got nothing to lose. You're not coming back to this place. No, until I get my severance. Consider yourself very lucky until, on that. Until I get my severance check. Oh, you don't have your severance check yet? No, there were, no, there was some tweaking, but I think we're all done oh tweaking, and I'm gonna have it. There's a waiting period. I have to wait and tweak, and uh, and now I think we're all done waiting and tweaking. Okay, so let's do the break. Tweak. George is with us and is going to stick around all the way till uh, four or five o'clock. Yeah, where do you fire this break off? Go? What? What do you? I got to do it with the mouse. You got to do what with the mouse? By the way, our phones don't work. I mean, you know, sporadically, like you'll see one. They're they're just all screwed up. Flea will explain it to you. Okay. And my dump butt doesn't doesn't work either. But other yeah, than that, everything story. is great. <laughs> and we finally uh, fixed it. Got rid of that whoosh, whoosh, that horrible noise on the station in Dade County. I heard that. That was good. By the way, eleven forty one at five sixty WQAM. The most comfortable. What? Nothing. Go ahead. Are you stepping on my spot? Go ahead. Friday, you bastard. I watch the TV and it's blue talk all the time. For stupid rumors, you can go online. Just wash your hands, relax, and you'll be fine. Don't want to whine, but I'm sick of swine. Oh, this is just what the cable networks do. Try throwing a pandemic panic into you. Well, after all, we're only talking about the flu. They fill their time. I'm sick of swine. We just went through this with the bird flu. I thought we'd all be getting mad cow too. What's the next crisis they'll subject us to? Just give them time. I'm sick of swine. Just give them time. Thirteen to noon at five sixty. WQM. George is with us, making a guest appearance. Yeah, I just took over the. I mean, there's nowhere else for anybody to sit. Really, there's no other microphone. No, the, it's uh, the it's headphones. So Lee can take Wait a break. Wait to hear how the call sound here. Where's the dump button Hello. though? Hello. Yes. Uh, Neil. Yeah. Hey, I, I may have to take up speaker. Could you hold one second? Oh, sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, hey, yeah. I just left Harry Callis's grave in Philadelphia. And? And I don't know. I, I miss you guys, man. I moved up here from uh, Austin, Miami, just in August. And uh, I check your website sometimes. But I thought you'd be interested. I, I took some pictures. People leave their little homages over I'd be there. interested in what? Harry Callis's grave? Well, I don't know. Everybody's like, you know. Oh, my God. I here. guarantee he's not any more boring now in death than he was in life. Harry Callis. See, we get George on here, and right away they're calling in about Kakarai. You'll yeah. be pleased to know, though, they miss you badly. 573 votes on the poll. What's your take on the show? I miss oh. George, 193. Good. Far and away, far and away, the leading category on the poll. They miss you badly. Well, I miss me, too. I love the calls being back, 73. Yeah, Monday I brought the calls back. Oh, and the phones don't work, and it's a mess. Yeah. It's, it's the show is fine, 67. It's okay, 57. It's week, 46. What show, 43. It's great, 42. It's compelling, 33. And it's a disaster, 19. So you got 193 votes. you got a great. third of the votes. I think this microphone is new. It's very crunchy. Either that or it's the headphones. You sound fine to me. It's very you sound nice. just like you. It's a pretty studio. Is it? Yeah. They, too bad it doesn't work too good. They set it up exactly the way I wanted them to. <laughs> Nevertheless. 
<laughs> Mike this says, good. this is the most energetic I've heard George in months. Love hearing his voice again on the air and full of life. George, all the best and good luck. Screw all the bashers, says Mike. Chronic yeah. Mike. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you sound energetic. Yeah, well, I've been, uh, I've been rested. Although I've been, <laughs> I've been busy. Yeah. I want to hear other things that I want to say. Thank you. All the people writing a lot of really nice emails, that's all great, and I get to them when I can in the evening and things like that. But there are obviously a lot of people, come to find out, you know, you find out things uh, in life. A lot of people I probably shouldn't have given my, my cell phone number to. Yes. Who mean really well, who are waking me up like really early in the morning to see how I'm doing. And these aren't people that own a, or manage a radio station. These aren't people that are prospective sponsors. Going to bring me a bag of money. These aren't people that have a vagina or that want to do anything to. You know, these are just like ugly men. How do you know they don't have a vagina? Uh, because they're ugly men. Oh, well, and, they might. And they're calling to see how I'm doing. To check At up home? on me, to see how they're I'm doing. On your cell no, phone? they're calling me on my cell phone to see how I'm doing. The answer to well, that, that sucks. Just for you know, here's the official answer that I, I shouldn't have to repeat. How I'm doing is I'm unemployed and I'm looking for a job and I'm looking to, for sponsors to help me get a job. And in between, uh, I'm looking for a good time. So if you're and not, I was doing a lot better yeah. before the phone rang. So if you're not coming at me with one of those things, uh, go leave me alone. Don't wake me up because that's one of the benefits of being unemployed is you get to sleep in, or at least I thought. Yeah. I thought I was uh, going to be able well, to sleep Well, they care in. about you. They oh, yeah, they, they really you. care. Like, I, hey, I'm unemployed. That's how I'm doing. That's how I'm doing. Anyway, the Brazilian place that the other emailer was asking about was Texas de Brazil. Thanks, Laura. It's excellent. Did we have that on the Neil deal, Texas de Brazil? No. Well, why not? I, I don't know. We had Fuego Vivo, which was great. Well, somebody asked about this, and Laura said, it's Texas de Brazil. It's excellent. It's a chain, Brazilian place, Brazilian steakhouse. I don't know where there is one, but I'm sure somebody will either call in or fax in or email in or something. Here's one from uh, some goofball in Boca with a phone number and no name. Neil, did George do the appearance with LeBastard at the Clevelander? Can he tell us? Inquiring minds want to know how No, no I didn't. I, and I heard all these rumors. Here's the, here's the other thing. Everything that you hear from anyone is wrong. There's a nice little rule. You can write that on your wrist or something. If you hear it from a caller or an emailer, it's wrong. I heard that, too. You're going to be at the Clevelander? Says who? When? Since when? Nobody told me that. They haven't well, that hired was, that me. Was, that was circulated by the fake Barry jackass. Right. They haven't hired me over there. The people inside the building would uh, very much like me to go to work there. They just have to convince their bosses that it's a good idea. Well, how long is that going to take? Uh, it might take forever. might not happen. You know, corporate. You know about corporate? Well, you've heard the Sid Rosenberg rumors, right? Uh, they're not rumors. That's what I heard. September 26th, that's the day after his non-compete ends. Uh-huh. He's allegedly coming over here. Well, I told you, know, he's going to, you know, he's going to cost money and get like, you know, low ratings and revenue, so of course they're going to hire him. <laughs> that's our George, he still hasn't changed. Oh! Yeah, it's funny cuz If they true. like it, it's going to suck and it's going to fail. That's yeah, George's line. In that order. Are you knocking our management again? No, no. It's, uh, listen, Please go right ahead. Like this is the only place that seems to be an epidemic. It's the way of the world. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway, this uh, email from Don says, please, no, said Rosenberg, he blows. QM should put Mandich at 2, bring Labastard over 4 to 7. Put on a flunky from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m., and then put on Phil from 1 to 4 a.m. Please, no, said he blows. He blows. Signed, Sid's mother, it says. And a five-year-old who could run QM much better than that idiot Joe Bell. Oh, they're picking on Jolly Joe again. Boy, he hates me like poison. You wouldn't believe. You think Joe? that, uh, huh? He came in and shook my hand. Today? Today, just now. 
He came in and shook your hand? Just this morning. And what did you say? I said, hi. Hi, thanks for firing me? Sure. Thanks for ruining my life? Not yet. Did he bring you like a bag of uh, food or something? No, just a bag. His old bag. Oh, God. You guys are pretty chummy face-to-face. Uh, -face. Hey, it's just business. Not personal. So I brought in my, my portable hard drive to transfer my entire music collection right. over here to this Which computer. Which we appreciate profusely, yeah. Not my pleasure. Uh, and it ain't uh, showing up, so I don't know what to do. Hey, engineering. What, what do you mean by that? Just, uh, it's Lee said that it wasn't reading his thumb drive either, so there's a problem with this computer reading external drives, and, and so, you know, this sucks because Lee cleaned out a whole bunch of things in here, and I... Oh, no. Got this all ready to go, and, you know. So, hey, Steph. Yeah. Well, engineering's got a bunch of uh, issues, you know? I heard this. I've been hearing these. We've got many technical issues. In other words, the move into this new building was uh, a little premature evaluation. Yeah, I heard that, too. Yeah, a little premature. But nevertheless... So can I thank uh, Ponytail for letting me host a party there last night? Sure. Hey, thanks, Jeff, at the Pizza Law for letting me host a uh, going-away party for a couple of my biatches last night. A going-away party for them? For a couple of my girls, yeah. I see. And uh, and now, did you get paid to do this, or what? What's the deal? No, no, no. Because I heard you were DJing or something. I don't know. Well, if you heard it, it was wrong. Uh, no, I am. Uh, I'm a fake DJ at uh, yeah. you know clubs and rave-like scenes and things like that. That part's true. I'm a, a fake DJ. But in, are you getting capacity. paid for that? No, no, I'm apprenticing. I might have to do oh, that for a living now. Oh, my God. What, what, what's that? Well, it's kind of like when I did the show with you. I didn't get paid, but I learned a lot. Wow. <laughs> this thing so nobody's bringing you by bags of money? All, the, all these people no. give me instructions what I should be doing, and I keep saying, how come if you're so worried about George, why don't you bring him a bag of money? Right. Well, I am getting some sponsors. That's good. I just I need to find some people that have radio stations that would like some money, that would like some sponsors and would like some advertisers on their radio station. I, don't, I haven't found any yet. I'm talking to a couple people, and they're like, I don't know. I don't know. Although that Steve Lapis seems like a really nice guy. I've been talking Does to him. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, actually. Had a few well, conversations with him. what Norm Kant him. said about him. Everything he touches turns to crap. No, I, I don't know. I don't know what Norm says oh. about him. But, but it's probably lucky. It's probably wrong. Because that Norma, she's doing a hell of a job for me. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, oh yeah. My life isn't worth four cents. Mm-mm. But, but I, I show up every day, and today, uh, after today, I'm on vacation for a week, and then I come back for my summer schedule. Sure, this board sure is spiffy. Is it? It is. It's very glitzy. All digital. And we have no guest mic? No. But wait till you're line one. QAM, hello. I would have thought that a whole bunch of people would have called in to say hi to you now since they miss you so badly. But hey. the, phones, the phones are all screwed up, and they don't roll over, and lines one through seven are that toll-free number, you know? Yeah. It's a mess. QAM, hello. Have you signed up for unemployment? Oh, God. Yeah, actually, the uh, the second day after. I haven't gotten my direct deposit yet, but I did sign up. QAM, hello. Hey, I'm just calling in to see how George is doing. Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> hey, George, I'm so happy that you're there. Hello? Hello, yeah. Oh, I'm Thank so you. happy Thank you're you. there, and uh, it sounds like uh, Neil is energized because his old buddy is back. And I have an idea. 
instead of doing fundraisers for Camilla's house and what you used to do, let's just do uh, one for George's salary, and we'll all kick in. I'll start, and we'll get George back on the air, and we'll hire him. Okay, yeah, how much are you going to put in the kitty, pal? I'll put 100 bucks right now. I don't care. Okay, uh -huh. thanks. Bring it over. Small bills. Yeah, that's a hell of a good idea. We could uh, put you out on the corner there, 441 in Ives Dairy Road, with a, you know, to hell with those damn homeless voice bastards. I'll, I'll bring some goons to club the homeless voice people, get them out of the intersection. Yeah, push them over. out of the way yeah. and get out there on the corner of uh, further north. Where is it where, uh, where you make the turn to go to the turnpike? Sure. Well, that's a good place, 441. Get out there on 441 with a big 10-gallon hat, and everybody come by and bring George a big sack of money. This is Dick Cheney. I like to relax by having Mary Magdalene massage my balls while listening to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. WQM. George is with us today for a while. Yeah, I'm actually Not sitting on, on Steph's lap right now. It's pretty. I beg uh, your pardon? I'm sitting on Steph's lap. Well, don't yeah. tell anybody about it. I, I just did. I told everybody. Some guy in Homestead says um, there's one uh, Texas Day Brazil in South Beach, one at Dolphin Mall, and it's one of 790's deals. Yeah, I didn't think it was one of ours. It says it's the only one they can sell, so they run it over and over again under the guise of back by popular demand. Love you, Neil. Hey, George. Some guy in Homestead. Yo, yo. Hey, George. Hey. Lanny and Kendall says the phrase two cents worth or two bits worth came from an old practice of requiring a small fee for expressing an opinion, according to a U.K. website. By the way, I usually listen to you on the radio, but when the storms cause static on AM, I switch to your live feed for static-free reception, says Lanny and Kendall. Okay, Lanny. And Joe says, what a treat. You don't know what you've got until it's gone. You made my weekend, George, but since I don't have a vagina, I'll offer you a drink for my gringo self, and I don't want your cell number. You're a blue chip in a sea of cow chips. You rock, George, says Joe. Thanks, Joe. I would have thought that the phones would lit up like a Christmas tree. Of course, they can't because they don't roll over and they're all screwed up when you came on. Wouldn't you have thought? I would have thought. But Look how are you doing on this poll? you got 34% of all the votes on there. All right. How's the show? They missed George. All right. And here's George sitting right there in our uh, screwed up studio. On Steph's lap. On it's Steph's very, lap. Very on our engineer's lap. He's Somebody QAM, hello. Style. I miss you, George. Yeah, uh-huh. QAM, Hello. You think I missed that? No. QAM. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Okay. Welcome back, George. It's very nice to hear your voice. I feel, yeah, like, yeah. A feel like a schoolgirl. <laughs> but um, anyway, Neil, you're talking about the um, the ice and the damn urinals that you were peeing on. I went to this place the other day. It must have been about three feet high. It looked like Mount Everest. Really? I'm surprised I didn't have a shirt, but a guy... That ought to give you like a stepladder so you can climb up on top of the stepladder and pee down on the ice. Oh, I could have a shirt and a mule carry me to the top as well. It would help, but mm -hmm. ridiculous. That's for uh, Kaufman, a woman around 850. Joyce Kaufman, yes? I don't know which is more annoying, her voice or her views, man. I'd rather hear Geldy speak for two hours in a damn room about speaking frogs. Yeah. Ridiculous. But that's about it. I just want Okay, to well, don't be knocking them because George might be working with her pretty soon. So. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> And you're full of crap. I never, uh, I never heard her. 
You never heard her? No, I've heard of her. Joyce but... Kaufman? Oy vey, they love her in Palm Beach. Great. She's great. That's what I heard. Oh, Adam Oshmuck, who's uh, annoying. Chronic. Neil, on the stream, I keep hearing spots for the QAM on-air auction. Flea knows about that. Do you plan on auctioning off anything of yours? Could be kind of fun. I'd buy an old schmata of yours for like eight bucks, says Adam. Did you catch the Jonas Brothers on Letterman last night? God, they suck. No, I did not. I don't watch Letterman. Hey, by the way, Adam. You fairy. Go away. Don't go away, man. Just go away already. Now, are you looking? Are you able to see the phone where you're sitting now? Yeah. And and you see the way it's ringing? Uh-huh. Spastic? Sure. Spastic. Although we did discover that that uh, toll-free number, yesterday we had a call from Tennessee. Ooh. And then we had that jerk from uh, Connecticut, that uh, Tony, the UPS driver that I keep trying right. to get rid of. He called from Connecticut. So it works all over the country, allegedly. Isn't oh, that exciting? Right. Yeah, it is. That's yeah, exciting. Yeah, just in time for me to not be here. QAM, hello. Yeah, Neil? Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. I just wanted to say, George is still there, right? Yeah, he's yeah, here. I'm still yeah. here. I just wanted to say that um, when he uh, first came on the air, I used to turn him off every time he came on You were, when you were gone. And I started to listen to him, and then slowly, over the years, he just evolved into a different type of guy on the radio, to the point, and I'll keep this short, to the point that when he um, got thrown off the air, I was ready to fight for him to keep his job. Yeah, he, kind he, of fighting. I might need some still. Huh? Like goon fighting, like axe handle fighting? Well, just whatever it took to keep your job. Yeah. You know? So, <clears throat> that's what happened, and... Uh, you know, hope, hopefully you can get back or, or, or do something else. Somewhere. Right. Trying to get on somewhere. he gets on the air anywhere, I'll be here promoting the hell out of it, even, even if he's on from 10 to 2. Yeah, because when you left, uh, everybody enjoyed you, especially when you had the uh, chicks in the studio. I enjoyed those shows, too. Yeah. Okay, and, uh, pal. Tell, 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 tell those chicks I said hello. So yeah, I, got, okay. I got it all figured out. No, George doesn't share. I'm sure of that. See, I want the two to six day part because, first of all, I've always wanted that. When I was a music DJ, I was afternoon drive, and I really liked it. Oh, I hate that day part. I, yeah. love, I love that day part. I want afternoon drive, you know, do the traffic reports, crap like that. But then you can promote me all during your show. Right. And then, and then I come on right afterwards, and, and everybody's happy. All I need is somebody that will put me on there. <laughs> Seems pretty simple. I got all these sponsors. Do you? How many? I got a lot. I got about fourteen. I'm waiting for. Uh, I would think that Steve Lappa would lap that up because man, they are cash poor in that place. God, they can I, use the I, cash. They seem to be afraid of money. I'm, it's, it's a weird thing I'm encountering. Like, hey, and we know that you're a big name. James Crystal Radio. Is, is his name James Crystal? Is that the no, guy's name? No, no. Uh, I just found out his name the other day, and I, I can't remember it. Some guy in Houston. I can't think of his name. But at any rate, he's just loaded. Yeah. Flea would probably know. Does Flea know? Do you know the uh, the guy that owns James Crystal? No. We Norman have, knows. No Norman knows because yeah. he does. Norman does business with him because that's that's his level, mm. you know. On the... mm. uh -huh. But um, that guy's loaded, Great. and they're always everybody's poor. You know, we're in a depression. Well, people I got... are beating around beating around the bush, but we're in a depression, not a recession. It's a freaking depression. I've got people willing to spend money on a show if I should get one. Uh, I've got a few more people writing emails, writing, working on their letters as we speak. Could still use some more. So uh, Jorge at the George Rodriguez show or the Neil Ro or the same Neil Rogers address. It all works. QAM, hello. Is George in there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's here. from Cuba. Oh God. <laughs> but you know something? That's the first time he's ever called and said something other than we go away. We, and then he said something else. Oh! Isn't that great? Yeah. 
You're bringing out the best in these people, man, the greatest talent. Oh, yeah. and, and, you know, the phones were shut off for eight months on this show, as you know. And Monday yeah. I opened them up, and they're all still there. The gargler is there, and the uh, quarter schlock guy is there, and the chronics are there. They're all still there. Eight months later. Oh, and you know what? It's past noon, and Flea is... Uh, now, can Flea get to the computer, or are you, like, uh, taking yeah, well, up his I'm, spot? Well, I'm in his spot. Otherwise, well, we would crawl be sitting over in him, the okay, same spot. Climb over him. What? Because we need a... to see those numbers. Well, because this new Arbitron crap, this uh, baloney, which we can't say the name of it on the air, uh, is so bogus, uh, we're, we're doing our own survey, and that is the, the people listening online on the QM website. Okay. Which it changes every 10 minutes. Okay. And we're comparing to the rest of the day, and well, we're, we how... just blow them away at any on any given day. How about if he does it during the break? You can't we climb can over your spots. lap now and do it. Yeah, I guess. Here, climb Come over on, my lap. Come you're, uh, you're a little guy. That, Two little guys. Wants. By the way, it's, uh, James Hilliard is the. Uh... James Hilliard, that's the guy. He owns like the Houston uh, basketball team or something like that. I don't know. He's he's something. Well, he never heard of me, so he's listening to. You know, recordings of me hosting the show. Apparently, as we oh speak, my God. That's, where, that's where I'm at with those people. What's the story, Flea? He's still looking. Twelve noon. Firefox is updating. <laughs> Maybe after the break. During the break, you'll get it. Are you sure? No, I'm not. Are you sure? Okay, let's take another call no. from George while we're waiting for Flea to get his uh, crap together. WQAM, hello. Hello there. Yes, sir. Stan Major, talking about Stan Major. We don't want Stan Major, okay? We're not interested in Stan Major. We don't care about Stan Major. Nobody knows who the hell that is, and he still owes me that money. In fact, if he would pay me the money back, I'd give it to George. All right. Hey, Stan. Yeah, Stan, come on by the station, Stan. Give George uh, two grand plus interest for like 20-some years. What year would that have been? Good Lord, I don't know, like 20. 80, 88, 21 years ago. Figure out the interest on two grand for 20 years. 412 listeners. 412. That's pretty much what we got every day, although Friday is a... You, you know this. I don't know why, but Friday is always a little bit down as compared to the other weekdays. I don't know why. Always. Either. 412. And what do they have this morning at uh, whatever time you said, Flea? 120? He can't hear you, though. Oh. They had 120 at 8 o'clock this morning. We've got 412 now. Yeah. Are you following this? And, and no. he said the, the graph, there's a, a chart on there, just like the ratings graphs we used to get. Mm -hmm. I see it's it. It's very colorful. It's very uh, pretty. It looks like a rainbow bumper sticker there. What? Very gay, the graph. It's a very gay-looking oh, graph. Oh, you can see it? Yeah. And you see the big finger sticking up in the middle? Right. Peaks at noon every day. That's the message from George to Joe Bell and the Beasleys. By the way, oh, don't be knocking Joe and the Beasleys now. You're blaming everybody else for all your problems. Oh, blah, blah, blah. No, everybody's like Frosted Flakes. They're great. You're full of crap. <laughs> you you harbor such hostility, and you know what? And rightfully so. Oh, Neil. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On South Florida's 40 Sports Leader. 560 QA. It's Friday, you bastard. All right. You like the bone, but there's no smoke. It's time. For your first hope, you're upset. No wake and bake, no buds exist, not even shake. You can't feel, you have to leave. You go out to find weed, your money's tight, you can't. 
George Rodriguez, the one and only, with us today for a little while. How long are you going to stick around? Till about 2.30? Well, this thing has uh, another hour and then some to uh, to transfer all the files over. So. Oh, so it's working? Yeah, finally Steph came in and got it to work, and, right. and now we're transferring. So you'll have all of the Jonas Brothers, all of Luis Miguel, all of the classic oh, oldies. Oh, please don't tell me the Jonas Brothers are on there. All at uh, Lee's fingertips right here, anything you want. Oh, and then the Jonas Brothers. Finally, I get to delete it from my heart. I wouldn't bro. mind having Joey Jonas in my fingertips, but not the music. And I use yeah. the term music loosely. Anyway, I forwarded to you on the Neil Rogers thing, George at NeilRogers.com. Oh, he, uh, he sent me the original also. I never, uh, is that an actual radio station, or are these people on the dial? Evidently. I don't know. I never heard of it. Neither. All right. I'll, you know, look into it. I think that you, oh, no, that's probably the wrong call letters. I think it's WPBR. Okay. But anyway, you got the phone numbers, right? Like Palm Beach Radio? Yeah, I got the email from you and there the you guy go. sent it to you. Thank you. So let's find George a job, and let's bring him a bag of money, and let's uh, pat him on the back and say, oh, boy, you sure are missed. Take a look at that poll. My God. 623 votes. And, of course, Flea, you know, it's, this isn't a shot at Flea, but uh, nevertheless. He can't hear you anyway. Go ahead, say it. Good. Rip him in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing at you, Flea. Now, he's, he's been fine. He's not you, but he's been fine. You know what I mean? We're still friends. He's a good guy. We, uh, I know, you know that. I know. He took your mm -hmm. job for free. For Flea? 624 votes on the poll. What's your take on the show? I miss George. 221. 35.4% miss George. Well over a turd. I love the calls being back. 76. Oh, yeah, me too. And, and it's really depressing to sit here and see. It looks like nobody's calling because the way this phone thing is all screwed up. They, they just don't roll over. Oh, well. I know some people like that. Yeah, they won't roll over. Damn it. Uh, the show is fine. 67. It's okay. 63. It's great. 48. It's week 47. What show 44? 7%. Those are the people who go to the website and vote on the poll, but they, they don't listen to the show, and they don't even right. know the show is on probably. Sure. We've always had that. Fake. I don't believe it. It's compelling 37, and it's a disaster, only 21. It's compelling 37. Oh! That's what your buddy Jolly Joe says. We've got to do compelling radio. Now, are you, are, are you familiar with the ding-dong school we're going to be starting? No. Oh, that's news to me. Please tell him. We're going to be doing Ding Dong School when uh, Clarence. Well, Clarence is back from with, his honeymoon. With, wait, with Clarence, he's going to be yes. teaching the class. Me and Flea and Clarence every Tuesday and Thursday during the summertime <laughs> at two at two fifteen. All right. I don't want to say that somebody in management overreacted to his Arbitrano's point this and point that, but, but he did. Yeah, Ding Dong School. Okay. Ding dong school. That's rich. That's that's funny. With a, with a sports nerd who never did a non-sports talk show in his life, not he's going to be doing ding dong school with us. And we've also got a consultant over and above Walt Sable, Chris. Somebody I forgot what his name was. That's well, maybe maybe you'll learn how to do a talk show. Right. That, that's Finally, the idea. Once and for all, you'll that's learn how right. to do this thing here. Nobody wants to hear about how Joyce and I and the Beasleys are ruining your show. Nobody wants to hear about the weekly uh, rating numbers. Nobody wants, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, just hostile and psychotic. That's what I've been getting since uh, you got canned. 
hostile. I mean, no, I'm still trying to wrap myself around the other uh, Ding Dong School thing because we used to make fun of the people that would have to do that, you know. Because, right, like Rick and Spud. Right. They used to have to do Ding oh, Dong Ranieri, School. Oh, they all did. Everybody except and for did, you. And how about the morning show here, the worst team? Didn't they used to have to do Ding Dong School? All the time. Joe and Gildy and Mifo? Which, of course, cracks me up because, you know, Clarence, I had to teach him how to edit tape. That was one of the first things that I did when I came over here as production Are you director. knocking Clarence now? No, I'm not knocking him at all. I'm just Go saying right ahead, that uh, he didn't know anything about radio. Ass. Not like now. He just now. came back from his honeymoon. Well, congratulations. To somebody. Now he'll be back Monday, and I'll be on vacation Monday, so we won't be able to do... Uh, and I'm hearing that Flea might have to do ding-dong school every day while I'm not here, you know. Hmm. Maybe during the summertime I'm going to you know, come in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, not to do the show, but like at 2.15, so I don't miss out on ding-dong school. <laughs> now, how do you do a ding-dong school on a show that's based on stream of consciousness? I don't know. You know, we don't do guests. We don't do topics. I'm sure. How, how do you do that? I'm sure that Clarence sure has a lot, a lot to say to you, and you, oh, yeah. and you have a lot to learn from him. <laughs> Kevin says, now today is compelling radio. That's the way it should be. George, back with you. Well, can I tell you? If you would work for free, they'd, they'd put you on every day. Yeah, right. Well, I'm kind of offering that to people, and they're like, I don't know. I don't know. Sounds too good. Really? Tell me you want 500 grand. Okay. Then maybe they'll hire you. Barry McCockner says, I'm glad to hear George's back. Sounds great. I'm optimistic he'll get in somewhere. I'm looking forward to hearing his compelling radio. Does the new rating system's name that you can't mention on the air rhyme with Purple People Eater? <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, it does. Yeah, Purple People Eater. Meter Reader. Oh, it is so, it is, it's just so ridiculous. It's just insane that we went from a 6.7 in the uh, winter book to a point two in April. But by, by the way, another thing that I think is funny that since I've uh, since I'm not there anymore, mm-hmm. besides the emails that I get from people saying you know nice things like we miss you and things like that, I'm still getting emails from people complaining about something as if it's my job to do something about it. Still, like like the online, like the on what like whatever you name it, it's still my job to deal with it. I'm still you know I guess people are creatures of habit. They're still emailing me like I'm supposed to do something about it. Q A M. Hello. And I have to email them back uh, saying not my job. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, I just want to say uh, welcome back, yours, and uh, good luck and whatever you do. And you're really smart, Thanks. and uh, you're going to get something. Why, why are oh, you yeah. whispering? Uh, at work. Maybe somebody's listening to him. Oh, you're at work? Okay. Yeah. Get back to work. Yeah, I'm going to get He's something at work. There's a gentleman took time out from his busy day at work to call and welcome you back, at least for a day. You know, I, I look at that phone. Well, on Monday when we started with the phone thing, it was really depressing. Remember the day downstairs? Oh, yeah. On the second floor in the mm-hmm. old building? Years ago, and uh, I'm giving out the numbers and screaming and yelling and nothing would happen. Then we found out the phones weren't working. Right. It's the Beasley and Way, man. They're nothing great. Works. Huh? They're great. They are great. Yeah, they really are. They're the best. And it's a lot easier to complain about engineering than, than it is to get the work done. That's what I was told by your buddy and close pal that came in and shook well, your that's, hand. Well, that's a very good point. Yeah, it's a lot easier to whine and complain about it than it is to get the job done. But by mm-hmm. the end of the week, it'll all be working. How's that phone coming along? Not too good. But this sure is a very glitzy-looking little studio here. Is it? There's a window. And see, this is the thing that makes me sad. For the once, for the first time in my life, I was going to have a studio with a window. Got a yeah, beautiful... but you, you don't, don't get too excited about it because... The first day, Monday, Fleet mm-hmm. was in there. He says to me, he says, well, I'm looking out the window, and I see Ray Perry. Yeah. So 
You know, things aren't as well, great as they the first appear to be. Back lot, you get a wonderful view of the dumpster, and there's a forklift out there and everything. Nevertheless, there's a tree and the sun, and you can see the sky. And now, let me ask raining. you, this is the building that used to be the Paxson building, am I right? Uh, Yeah. This they, is where I used to have to go to pick up my checks when I was in limbo for those seven months? Right, the Taj Mahal. I'll be damned. And so what's in there now besides power and kissing us? Just just that? Yeah. Ain't that enough? No, that's more than enough. Remember and we got the guy to tour that building when we first went over there? Right. It's like a Did maze in little, here. That little Spanish language station in a broom closet? That's right. That's this place. I think this is the broom closet they were in. Really? I mean, it's a tiny, tiny little room. Still, it has a window and the equipment is all nice and new. I can't get over how crunchy this microphone sounds. Why, why do you say that? Why do you keep because saying it Because it is, because crunchy? as opposed to muffled like you the other one the was. headphones? Yeah. No, it, sound, it sounds fine to me. You sound clear as a bell. Any different? And Flea said, I sound queer as a bell. What? No, it doesn't sound any different. It sounds fine. Great. doesn't sound crunchy. It's not That's snapping, fine. crackling, or popping. WQAM, hello. He's still there. They let him out. 1226 at 560 WQAM. Were you drudge packing? Prices at the pump. And upward in some local areas, they've officially reached record highs this morning. And no question about it, it's really starting to take a financial toll on drivers. Way back when, in 67, the ever never do. Boy, this must be serious. Chief cost of fuel at the pump was divine. Come on, Pastor Beaver. Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh, well, that's great. Smells nice, too. Now I can't afford it. It's really killing. Well, to pay for it. There's nothing you can do about it! Well, in honor of George visiting with us today, I'm opening up a big bottle of... Champagne? Fresca. Oh. Oh. Well, I'm out of my Coke Zero. Okay. I, I know how much you dislike Coke Zero. It tastes almost like Tab, doesn't it? I don't like Coke. Period. I don't either, but they didn't have no caffeine-free Diet Pepsi. Yeah. Had no speaking English. That's my thing. Although I've been drinking more water lately. Cheaper. A couple of caustic emails here in the pile, which is fine. One from Marilyn. Marilyn says, I hope I'm not discerning a pattern in your relationship vis-a-vis -vis Joe Bell, Joyce Fitch, when it comes to your working arrangements. No, you're not, Marilyn. You're just a psychotic bitch. What usually happens is you get on the air and talk about how you're not giving in to them, and you pretend to be Butch Boston, and later on, you fold. For example, salary cut and George. If past history is any indication, I'll hear you every day in the summer, and I know depending on Norman Elliott, Kent is an exercise in futility. And as Tom Jicka said, there's not a contract that can't be abrogated. And I heard uh, Joe suggest you should come back to Miami. So I'm sure before the year is out, you'll be back in Broward full time, says Marilyn. No, I will not be back in Broward. And number two, I will not be on during the summer on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you cared about this show, you'd work, uh, you'd, you know, you'd work more during the summer. Can you imagine anybody even saying that to you with a straight face? No. I don't know if he had a straight face when he wrote it, but he did write it. Gay face. Well, what, what person in, in their, even a semblance of their right mind would do something like that. I don't know. Would give up a deal. I mean, that's the only part of my deal that I still got is the summer schedule, you know? Right. I don't know. 
I won't be on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Marilyn. Blow it out your ugly ass, sweetie. Oh, you're going to do this, and you're going to do that. You're going to be back in Broward. Yeah, yeah sure. But, but what if they say during ding-dong school that it's what you should do? Oh, well, if they say it during ding-dong school, I might have to reconsider. <sighs> you still can't get over that, I, can you? I, I'm, I'm not going to get over that. I'm now, stunned. Now, let me, ask you, let me ask you this question. I mean, because you've seen this pattern. I mean, first they blow you out, and then they're, like, uh, going to mi micromanage the show and mm -hmm. uh, having a nervous breakdown about these bogus numbers. Right. Um, don't, don't you see the pattern here? I do. I saw it before. Yeah. Based on they just really don't like attention and ratings and, well, I guess the ratings now, you know, that thing. What are you saying? That thing that they're going to use that as an excuse, but uh, I've never had any doubt in my mind that uh, that they wanted to uh, get you aggravated enough to leave. Well, it's not going to happen. I'm right. here. I'm here today, and after the vacation next week, I'll be back the following Tuesday, not Monday, Marilyn. Tuesday. Now, when does Ding Dong School start next? Like when you get back from vacation? Yeah, the first Tuesday uh, when I come back. So I can't can... wait to hear the new and improved Neil Rogers show after oh, the first Ding Dong School session. I and wanna... our first guest is going to be Ira Winbag. Oh! <laughs> I mean, everybody knows that what they've done to the Mad Dog show is, you know, put the guest on. Isn't he the one that always said along with me that guests are killer? He, he did. Show killer. Now, are you going to have a notebook? Are you going to take notes during Ding Dong? I'm, gonna, I'm going out today. I'm glad you mentioned that. I almost forgot. I'm going to go out right at 2 o'clock and get me a spiral notebook. <laughs> like going back to school. Well, it is school. It's Ding Dong school. I'm bringing the ding, and I hear Clarence is bringing the, well. No, that's not what something. I heard. Oh, really? I thought he, I heard well, he's he was been the, busy, yeah. you know, he's been on his honeymoon. Good for him. WQAM, hello. I miss George, come back. Okay. Yeah, boy, do I, I miss that. Was that enough that. to make you want to come back? Uh-huh. WQAM, hello. Oh, man, I just wanted to say I'm stoked to hear George back yeah. on the radio. Oh, bless you. Thank Damn. you. Bless you. Scared the hell out of me with headphones on. That's really loud. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah, man, I just wanted to say I'm glad to hear you back. Well, good, thank you. Okay, thanks. Short and sweet and to the point. Brett says Neil's been exposed. For starters, the reason why George hasn't had any offers is pretty apparent. He has no talent, mm. unless you consider being a Neil Yes Man a talent. How yeah. do you like that? A shot? Yes. You've been in here less than an hour and already you got a nasty, yeah, yeah. shot. Shut-ins. As for Sid, it's funny to hear you guys constantly bash him. If not for some of Sid's off-air issues, he would still be working in the number one media market in the world. But, of course, you never let the facts get in the way of a good story. He still works with Imus and has done a ton of stuff with Howard Stern, too, including hosting a Stern special on Howard TV last summer. His show was always packed with great and relevant guests, and he's very funny. That's why nobody listened to him when he had that morning show across the street. And that's why he keeps getting canned everywhere he goes. Because he's very relevant and very funny. And he'll be joining us soon. Yes. Walter Sabo says... Since George has 14 clients, George can now charge each client $1,000 a month at a gross of 14000 a month. George can now follow Neil at 2 p.m. on neilrogers.com. The anticipated average quarter hour is 1000 to 3000 Yeah, Walter is trying to put together this uh, concept of... Great. We do the show online. Would love to hear more. <laughs> no, seriously. I was thinking, everybody, I've gotten so many emails. Oh, you should do a podcast. Do a podcast. Be happy to do a podcast. How yeah. do you make money doing a podcast? I, I have no I, idea. Well, I'd like to know that if Walter Sabo yeah, has Yeah, Walter an idea. should uh, let us know. Be how happy you to do talk that, about that. Say about hi to my good friend I... Harry Valentine while you're at it, Walter. Yeah, Harry Penis Valentine. That's right. He evidently is up there listening, too. They're, we're auditioning for the people at uh, Sirius. 
Serious? Yeah, the fake, the fake Greg Budell started that. Company oh, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Oh, have Norm called. They're willing to pay 50000 a year to simulcast Just remember, show. just remember, because I was having a couple of conversations with Lee. We were going over some rumors that yeah. uh, that came in via email and calls and things yes. like that. If you hear it, it's wrong. If it was an email, it's wrong. If a caller said it, it's wrong. And by the way, my salary, every time that somebody mentions what I was making, it was wrong. Like on that poll. Oh, Gus says, what is wrong. George doing back? He's guesting on the show. He's making a guest appearance. That's I'm transferring doing, files, and there's no other place to sit while you do that than right here. What's he doing back? You know, th this audience, I just, I, they don't know what they want. Nice chair. What did we do with the old ones? Like they used to say, I mean, you remember these calls? Oh, I don't, can't you guys talk about something interesting? I don't like, like what you're what? talking about. And then we, we would say, like and what? what is it you would rather hear? Oh, <clears throat> anything other than what you're talking about. <clears throat> Sour and nasty. That, Marilyn, is one of the main reasons I will not be doing the shows in South Florida. Under, at any price, under any circumstances, no matter how many ding-dongs that Clarence brings in. John says, will George showing up on Fridays become a regular Friday feature like Spick and Suds was? No. 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 He says no. No. Although Joe offered to, uh, you know, very magnanimously to let you come in and uh, appear on the show for free anytime you want. For free. Sweet. Yeah. I'll come on again to promote my show somewhere else when I get one. Okay. QAM, hello. Hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon, now, how sir. How doing, everybody? Um, I have a question I want to ask you. I'm a little pissed off and tired about two things, and I can't change it. They've changed the size of ice cream containers. You don't get a half gallon anymore. And if you watch a lot of TV, if you have a pathetic life, there's more... Um, dark, complected people, and like on news, weather, the Weather Channel, everywhere. But uh, I guess maybe before you didn't notice it. Thank you, sir. Yeah, okay. More dark, complected people on there. These are his problems. Let's see. Somebody, Lisa, says, yesterday I heard on 94.3 they were talking about needing a program director. They would extend an open invitation to him to contact them. Please let him know. Yeah, I got a call from Terry Griffin. Thank you, Terry. Nick and Marty from Batavia say this. Really miss you, George. Aww. Terry said what? That there was an opening for a program director up there in Orlando, like on Real Radio or somewhere like that. And, uh, you know, once upon a no, time in my life... 94.3 is not Real Radio. This is in the Palm oh, Beach County. this is a different one. Okay, like I said. Isn't once upon the, a time. Isn't that the buzz? Maybe. ZZR or something? I don't know what it is. Once upon a time, I might have considered being a program director. Uh, not anymore. Why not? Because I want to do a show. What if, what if a program director makes more money than then you could conduct Ding Dong School? Oh, yeah. Yeah, wherever you go. Yeah, I, I, uh, well, if they offered me the program director job here, I'd take it. Now, I'm curious. I, I guess I'm going to be able to do it in the studio. You know, they can just... Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, as opposed to on the phone. On the phone is very cumbersome. But, but you know, Flea will be on the other end, and I'll be on this end, and Clarence mm -hmm. will be in there somewhere. <laughs> what? Conducting Ding Dong School. You might want to come and be a witness. Oh, can I please? Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Well, here we go again. I'm George Eres El Cojonudo de QAM. Absolutely. Huh? George, George, Jorge Rodriguez, big producer guy. Oh! He's uncircumcised. George, George, Jorge Rodriguez, cryptic son of a bitch. Don't give him no sh**. With a boss like me, he's got a great deal. Free food and a brand new set of wheels. If you got the balls to give him a call, just remember that he won't take your crap. He's 
560 WQM. So are you eating like a lot of free meals these days or what? Uh, about as many as I uh, used to. As you yeah, can. still, sure. And what about like pizza last night? Last night, last night had, had a free pizza party for my girls. They're going away. Well, that's one thing about Ponytail. He'll always feed you for free. He's a sweetheart. He's, he's on the list. He's one of the people. He's going to spend money on me if someone would, uh, you know, would like some. If a radio station would like some advertising. Well, who, wouldn't, who wouldn't like some? Uh... People I'm talking to, they're just not as excited as you would think that a, a station would be. Lawrence says, glad to hear a great dear George on the radio, even if it's just a little bit today. Hope you find what you're looking for, George, whatever that means. A job? How about guesting on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday during the summer? Just kidding. Just to make uh, Joe Bell P.O.'d. Well, you wouldn't want to do that. For a fee, not for a free. No, he, he ain't going to pay you. I know. He doesn't want to pay anybody. He doesn't want to pay you. He's still scheming. Oh, I know that. He's still trying something. He's he still what? there. He's still scheming. You can feel it, can't you? I'm pretty sure that's what that ding-dong school thing is all about. Of course. It's like an endurance contest, but there's one thing he keeps forgetting, and I've said it many times. You've heard me say it over yep. the years. I'm a survivor. I've yep. got four and a half years to go, and I plan on being here every day that I'm supposed to be. Oh, no. If you if you cared about the show. So is there a date? I want to put it on the calendar. The first Neil Rogers show after ding-dong school, the new and improved It'll Neil Rogers show. It'll be on Thursday, show. um... Whatever the date is. Two weeks from yesterday? Okay. 25th. A banner day. Thursday, June 25th. Mark it on your calendars. That'll be the first Neil Rogers show after our first Ding Dong School with Clarence on Tuesday the 23rd at 2.15 p.m. What? I can't wait. I can't wait to hear what the changes are going to be. Barry Jackass says, It's good to hear George again. I reported weeks ago that Steve White and Howard Davis wanted to hire George, spelled H-I-G-H-E-R, but needed approval from Lincoln Financial. The approval has not happened yet. Ask George if he met Hawk. Yeah, he came to the uh, the horse track that one time. But not in the but, building. Uh, oh, you didn't meet him at the station? No. Good guy he, from just, what everyone says. He is obsessed with this show. Obsessed. This is uh, what I hear. Steve White was hoping George could do the morning show, what Hawk has done for Lebby. George Sedano and Chris Blar are struggling in the morning, no, says Barry. No. no kidding, Barry. No, remember what I told you. What? If it's on an email or a phone call, if you hear it, it's wrong. That's wrong. So they're not struggling in the morning? No, I don't know about that, but that was never part of the discussion. Me in the mornings was never a discussion. Really? That's wrong. Well, that would be a good idea, though. Maybe, but nevertheless. I think it would be a great idea. Sure, I'll take it. You could be you could be to that show what Hawk is to LeBastard. Yeah. But did again, you meet, did you that's meet Lebeter? wrong. No. No. Because he's been ripping me a big ass the last couple of days. Well, you probably deserve it. You're a bad man. I mean, sure I do, you know, because I'm all done. I'm washed up. That's right. But once those lessons start. Oh, well, once we get the ding-dong school going, then I'm going to be dynamite. Oh, yeah, you'll see. I'm going to be better than ever. Mary says, I'm listening fire. online. Just got in and thought it was a rerun show when I heard George. It's great to hear him. I live in North Carolina. I wonder if George would consider a move here. We need any kind of non-religious talk radio here. Oh, yeah, you'd make a lot of money up there in North Carolina. Oh, yeah. I mean, there just aren't there aren't any people and there aren't any uh, right. sponsors. You know, there, there's I, no... I speak the lingo. There's no commerce out by where your place nope. is in North Carolina. We'll sell there? spots to possums. No, seriously, is there any commerce? Are there, like, nope. stores and... 
Nope, just you know, a little shack here and there, a little, little bar, shack. little no, bar by the side of the road. Good. Oh, shack is there. Shack. Maybe you could uh, cut in on some of his action with that icy sleeve. Four hundred and twelve people listening at noon and one hundred and twenty at eight o'clock this morning. Now, doesn't that tell you that those Arbitron numbers are right? Right. And you can look at that graph on there, that chart, and, and, you know, anybody who's been in the business or near the business or ever owned a radio can understand that very simply. But nevertheless. Oh, no, you've got your 24th in your demo in the market. If you cared about this show, you would... Oh, boy. I, I should save a collection of those emails. You should. The ramblings of a crazy person. Derek Sanderson says, I know the callers are a pain for you, and a few of them are entertaining, but mostly the way you respond is laugh-out-loud stuff much of the time. I, I, I just don't like the way this phone is working now. If it ever works right and Flea threatens that it's going to work right one of these days soon, yeah, that would be nice. But like line one, one through seven, one is the only one that rings. QAM, hello. And, and see, there's mm -hmm. nobody on there. That's the out-of-town line. And, and in, in town, they call on that one, too. It says, Flea seems to be coming into his own, although I still won't listen unless you're on. And George still sucks, at least when he was on without you. I admit I need to get a life, but I'm addicted to Neil God. Go Penguins. Oh, brother. How do you like that? Yeah. You come in and uh, offer your services for free, and all these people, oh, we miss George so bad. And then the emails and the callers, a lot of negative crap. Hostility. What a surprise. Yeah, what a shock in South Florida. Bah, bah. 677 votes, and boy, you're kicking ass. What's your take on the show? I miss George. 240 votes. 35.5% of all the votes say they... So that, I got an their... idea. Yes? Since we we know what Clarence's email address is. Listeners can email their suggestions to Clarence about how you should change the show and what you should do new and different. Maybe you'll listen to him. Say that again? Listeners can email their suggestions about what changes should be made to the show to Clarence so that he can bring them up during Ding Dong School. And you can go or, over or them. We, or we could bring back that great, very popular segment, Ask the Program Director. Yeah. Not. <laughs> oh, this is just sad. Vince, great hair, George. Sorry to be a nudge about the tune Moist Towelette George opened with from time to time. Any chance of hearing it? I don't even know what it is. It's under Moist Towelette. It's not so it's much... It's under a... Moist Towelette? Yeah. I don't think so. Not in my thing. Sure it is. No, it is not. It's under Moist. It, 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 I got nothing under Moist. I got well, Moist. I, I could play it. I see it in here. Well, it's in your DCS. It's not in mine. Want me to How play it? How long is it? Uh, it's 133. Uh, <laughs> okay, go ahead and give it a spin. Moist. Towelette. Moist. Towelette. Moist. Towelette. Moist. Towelette. Does it make me gay? If I'm clean and neat, there's olive oil all over the place. He rubs it on his feet. Moist. Towelette. Moist. Towelette. I keep one in my wallet. In the pouch where my rubber is stored. The rubber's been there since I got it. At the gag shop comedy store. Moist. Towelette. Moist. <laughs> Towelette. I use them on a toilet seat. I'm too.
until it glows. And there's a filter for my nose. Cause people stink, you know. I use it on the desk. On the monitor glass. And it doesn't miss a lick. When I wipe it on my ass. Moist. Towelette. <laughs> Moist. That's it. That was it. I didn't say it was great. I just said I had it. Okay, let's see these uh, things here. One from uh, Walter Sabo, which I'm beginning to doubt it's the real one. See, the real one had his uh, logo and all the stuff on the bottom. Yeah, anybody can get those. Anybody can cut and paste that. Yeah, I That's know. That's right. Yeah, but, but he sent one yesterday about the um, new Arbitron system that was pretty revealing. It was interesting. That only like a, a radio person would know. But at any rate, he says, Internet radio listenership has increased by 30% this year. I'll do a partnership with George, his 14 sponsors, and the 2 to 5 p.m. time slot on neilrogers.com. Reply or forward if interested. Yeah. That's just 14 that I have printed up right now. I've got about four people I'm waiting to hear back from. So. Yeah. You want me to uh, forward this to you or not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, doubt, I, I mean, I doubt it's the real person, too. I mean, and, what? and that's really easy to verify. We could pick up the phone and call Walter Sabo or Harry Valentine. Now, why do you keep mentioning Harry Valentine? Because they're, they're uh, together, and, uh, and I worked with Harry when he was the PD. I was assistant PD, and uh, we were chummy, kind of like Lee and Joe. You were the assistant PD? Yeah, for the year that we were at Paxson. I never knew that. I ran the joint, yeah. They, got, they gave me a desk with a computer on it. I uh, got to share an you office with promotions. You were the assistant PD? That's right. The executive producer. Oh, my God. It's on my resume, baby. My big, fat resume. It's really nice reading. Oh, this is really nice. This is really impressive. I don't know. I don't know. Did we're going to have to discuss this. No, I never, I've never had to endure ding-dong school. Yet. It's going to be really, I've, really... God Almighty, I want to be here for that. I want to be here. I want to be a fly on the wall. I can't find my first email from Walter Sable, which uh, led me to believe it was really him, because it had all the uh, stuff at the bottom of the page, you know, which, like you said, anybody can cut and paste it. Sure. I don't know. But he's the kind of guy that would, like, stick his nose in here and try to, like, uh, you know, muscle in and create a problem yeah. like he did for Jerry Williams, who, by the way, is still dead. Oh, Neil! You're listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. It's the one to two. I'm Chris Matthews, play hardball on MSNBC. I feel as giddy as a college schoolgirl who's wearing a skirt and those trampy thigh highs and the wind just blew over my coochie. <laughs> Even though the economy is dismal and our world seems to be crumbling, I feel exuberant and excited like a 13-year-old girl going to see Twilight. <laughs> Welcome to three CEOs of the automobile industry to hardball. Got Alan Mulally at Ford, Robert Nardelli at Chrysler, and Richard Wagoner at GM. Welcome to the program, gentlemen. Let's start with you, Richard. Didn't know if you realize that you're actually named after a station wagon. That's last name's Wagoner. Yeah, it's like not. a station wagon. That's funny. No. <laughs> no. I think it's funny. Maybe you don't have a sense of humor. Anyway, let's go to you, Alan. Don't you think it's funny that Richard Wagoner's last name is actually uh, from a station wagon? I think. I know comedy. Anyway, what are you doing with an elephant with three balls? Uh, you walk him and pinch it a giraffe. Anyway, let's go to you, Robert Nardelli of Chrysler. Probably think I'm going to ask you about the uh, Richard Wagoner uh, name reference. I'm not going to throw you a curveball on hardball. Okay. Why is it that you guys flew on private jets in to get your big bailout money? Don't you think that says to the American people, screw you? 
Uh, I think it's hard to say screw you to the American people. Well, uh, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm a big believer in spend, 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 but that's kind of crazy, right? Well, I'm trying to say. Although I wish I had a private plane. That way people wouldn't overhear the stupid things I say while traveling on mass transit. Why is he Let's go back to you over there, Richard Wagoner. <laughs> Your name reminds me of where I had sex for the first time. Get it, station wagon? Hey, are you wearing any wood paneling on your side? Uh, no, anyway, let's talk about the big bailout you guys think you deserve. Well, thank Do you very much. Go ahead. I just go ahead. I'm trying to get an answer out of you. How do you feel about the bailout? Yeah, Chris. Do you really, I do you really think... Chris, go ahead. Chris, I'm, Go ahead. What I'm trying to say... Let's ask Robert Nardelli the same question. Nardelli, wait a minute. It just hit me. Your name sounds like a macaroni. I think I had some vodka sauce in Nardelli last night. Well, I don't think... Ah, it's funny. Come on, admit it. No, I don't... Knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Banana who? Knock, knock. Who's banana. Knock, knock. Who's there? Banana. Uh, who's there? Knock, knock. Who's Orange. There? Orange and glad I didn't say banana. I know comedy. Let's go back over to Al Malali of Ford. Wait a minute. You know what your name reminds me of? Big Valley with Miss Barbara Stanwyck and Rhymes. Malali. Big Valley. Of course, you could also be the chick from Will and Grace with a high squeaky voice. <laughs> don't, don't you think it's, it's a... funny. Don't it's get... Go ahead. Listen. Go ahead. I'm it's here. funny. I'm telling you, it's funny. Miss Barbara Stanwyck, Nick Hinks, where we first saw the Million Dollar Man, rightly major. It's funny. Listen, we are here. Ah, for... done listening to you. Maybe they'll back talk the host. Tune in tomorrow when my special guest will be the priest, the rabbi, and the prostitute. That's funny. <laughs> Chris Matthews played hardball on MSNBC. 103 at 560 WQM. So George is with us, and um, you were right. What? Walt Sabo says, did the real Walter Sable... Sable, ever provide quality information to you in the past? Question mark. It says, oh, please. I'm at 100%. Anyway, I'm not Walter Sable. I'm legit, have personal and professional references that can be verified immediately. Welcome to 2009 Internet Radio. This is some goofball trying to peddle to us this Internet Radio crap. Mm. How do you like that? Well. Well, what? Is there money to be made in there? I, I haven't got any idea. I don't know anything about it. First I'm, of all, let me ask you this question. Sure. How do you do, I mean, just assuming we're talking about doing this kind of a show that we're doing right now. Yeah. How do you set it up? Where do you feed the audio to? Where does it go through? Mm -hmm. uh, how do you do phones? How do you do all of these things that we do? Well, it's, al it's already set up. In other words, we're already yeah, streaming. It's already set up, but it's going through the radio station and then back out onto the Internet. Right. You just need a board and you pipe it into the Internet yourself. Exactly the same way that the radio station does it. You just do it yourself with your own little mini board there plugged into your computer. Really? Yeah. And what about the phone? You don't take calls? You have your own phone system. And you can even do it with uh, an Internet-based phone system like Vonage, for example. Not that they're the only outfit, but you can do it that way. Not that I've I been heard, doing a little bit of that. research. I just heard that tinkle on your phone. Yeah, well, I've been getting a lot of texts since I've been on there. WQAM, hello. Oh, yes, how you doing? George, oh. it's very good to hear you uh, on the air. Yeah, says you. It's very good to hear you. Uh, yeah. Neil, I want to go tell you, enjoy your vacation. And you mentioned something about that you have, like, uh, diabetes and all that. Yes. Trust me when I tell you, take one teaspoon a day of cinnamon. Yeah, okay. There we go with that crap mm -hmm. again. Take some vinegar, take some cinnamon. A teaspoon a day of uh, cinnamon. Do you know how much that is? No. It's a lot. I mean, I like cinnamon just fine, but a teaspoon is a lot. That's fine. Remember we were talking a long, 100 years ago about how cinnamon will uh, control your blood sugar, all that crap? When your blood sugar is out of control and just really sky high like mine's been for right. a long time, you got to do something about it. Boca Brown wrote a bit up? about it. Huh? He wrote a bit about it. Who wrote a bit about it? Boca, about a spoonful of cinnamon. How's he doing, by the way? Uh, fine. I haven't seen him much. Saw really? him once. Yeah. Well, I don't deliver his checks anymore. No, I, uh, they're in the mail. Oh, you mean from there? Yeah. 
He already got his big quarterly check from me, so you think he'd be there to buy you a few dinners and stuff. Lee bought me lunch. We just need a fork now. Lee bought you lunch, and you've got food there in the studio? Yeah. I'm going to smear it all over the board. Oh, my God. Wow. got some feta cheese. I'm going to get in all the little cracks here in between Where the keys and the keyboard. Where did he buy from? can't say, though, huh? From yeah, Tony's. You better not say it, or they might fire you, George. <laughs> he paid for it. <laughs> I saw money exchanging hands, yeah. From Tony's. Ooh. Tony's Pizza, you know, 193rd and 441? Really uh -uh. great. Careful now. Really great pizza. Let's see. Here's one that says, how to make money on the Internet. John Boy and Billy and Bob and Tom now make you pay to listen to their shows on the Internet. I miss the funny noises, it says. Geo says. How much? Well, what, what does that mean? I mean, how, how do you pay, like, what, 99 cents a podcast? Uh, I, I don't know. I guess you have to put your credit card in there. and Oh, boy, a lot of bookkeeping and stuff like that involved. See, one thing when you're working for, like, a salary, it's a sure thing. You know how much it's supposed to be every two weeks? Right. But with this, it's kind of like, oh, well, maybe maybe this week, uh, you know, a thousand people are listening, and maybe next week, like, 300. And especially starting a pay-per-listen service during these times, during a depression, probably not a, br a brilliant idea. So this other person is um, impersonating Walter Sabo, trying to peddle us Internet radio craft. Nice. I mean, it would be fine. I mean, I, you know, no, no censorship. You can all the language you want. Sure. Might even be able to say, do uh -huh. Hey, yeah. I never got the station in trouble. Yeah, but when you were working, we had dump buttons that worked. Right. How'd you like to be working when there are two and neither one of them works? Well, that's uh, we don't want to rehash that. No, let's not. Lanny and Kendall says, I've been listening to your show off and on since you were hosting guests on WKAT, having followed you through various stations. You must have enough money to retire. No, I don't. Why uh, do you want to do this for four and a half more years? You should go, oh, now listen to this. You should go snowboarding on Mount McKinley or wherever the hell they have in Canada. Can you see yeah. me going snowboarding? <laughs> oh, right now. I'm yeah. picturing it now. Now that I think about it, there must be lower power portable transmitters from which you could broadcast while on the slopes. Can't you just picture it? No, I cannot picture it. Yeah, me on the slopes. Oh, boy. Crazy people. Do I miss these fake emails or what? Yeah. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, can I talk to Neil? Speaking. Hey, Neil. Subscription-based website. Check out gspn.tv. The guy has 2,000 people who pay 10 bucks a month, and uh, it's all paid in advance. Yeah. That's, a, that's an example of it, yeah. It's not by the day, it's by the month. GSPN what? Dot TV or something like that? I don't know. He, he vanished before I could get the uh, thing I'm sure back. you could Google stuff like that. GSPN? Yeah. Well, what is GSPN? I don't know. I don't either. WQAM, hello. QAM. They're there. So, no, well, someday I'm going to punch up one of these and they'll answer right away. They're, I don't think since Monday I've had one call that I've punched it up and right away they responded. Not oh, that's one. nothing new. WQAM, hello. I want George back. Yeah, except, except that. <laughs> QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm a little miffed today. About? Well, I mean, why can't George go on career builder a month or like the rest of us that are out of work? He's got to get a, a prime, uh, you know, spot with That's you. Right. What's, That's right. That's right. Because I'm better than you. That's why. See what I mean? Yeah. 
As opposed to, boy, it sure is nice to hear you, George. Boy, right. we missed yeah. you and yada, yada, yada. Uh, I'm and special you and you're not. And That's what can why. we do for you? Can we bring you a bunch of free food and mm -hmm. like that? What, what's he doing there on that prime spot? I'm good, and you're bad, and that's why uh, you know I get this. Because you're you a jackass, sir. You're an idiot. You're an imbecile. You're a simpleton. You're a loser. John says, mentioned in my last email that Lee is doing okay, but it sure is great to hear George today. Hope you are okay, George. Are you okay? I'm okay. Thanks for answering my okay. email from the past, George. Happy vacation, Neil. John in Oakland Park. You know John in Oakland Park? No, not personally. He knows you. Well, I guess well, you answered like his email. Emails, yeah, sure. I answer everybody's emails. If they're worth answering. Well, you know. now I can understand how you do it, because now you've got time. But, I mean, before, how could you do that? I'm a multi-talented, uh, multi-tasky kind of guy. Evidently. WQAM, hello. You're my friend. QAM, hello. QAM. And I do a lot of that stuff from home, too. Hello? Hello. Yes, sir. Well, I just want to tell you, you don't know what you're missing until you miss it's gone. So I'm glad to see, hear you guys back together again. No, that's all I have to say. Okay, thank you so oh, much. you're sweet. Well, he sounded really, uh, I don't know, very Morose. serious. Robert says, hi, Neil and George. George, it's great to hear you again. You are missed. Could you please explain to us, Rubes, what exactly is ding-dong school? <laughs> You'd have to. It's from Howdy Doody, isn't it? Yeah. No, now, ding-dong school was a show. It was on after Howdy Doody. Oh, okay. With Francis Horowitz. See, the first time I heard that term is you would make fun of Rick and Suds and Mike Ranieri and the fact that they would have to sit in with Boy Gary so that right, he could, for Ding Dong would School. tell them how to do a radio show. Right. Which we all Ding Dong was School was a show in the early days of TV with a uh, fat teacher lady named Frances Horowitz. Also, Neil, what if you worked... The, see, this is, this is the kind of people we got out there, goofballs. What if you worked Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday during the summer since you'd still have a four-day weekend every week? Just a thought. It's a bad thought, Robert, okay? It's not going to happen. The answer is no, no thanks. I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to do, okay? It says I'm supposed to be here Tuesday and Thursday for uh, certain dates, and that's when I'm going to be here. And we've been doing that for years, for years. Boz says, this is compelling radio. Welcome back, George, at least for old time's sake. Would George uh, go to Clear Channel and do right-wing hate with pro-God talk? That would be compelling. No. And then it says, good luck, George. Why not? You wouldn't sell out like Jimmy Cifoletti? No. no. Don't hear from no. her anymore. Or any but you're right about the fakes. There are, that's all crap, all these emails. You're right about that. Yeah, I didn't know. I really was under the impression that at least a couple of the fakers were using fake names to disguise their identity because they actually worked somewhere or knew uh -huh. someone who did. Well, yeah. I know my hot yeah. mark is no. for real. I know it's, it's him. If you say so. Oh, I think so. And Ron Brewer has been emailing frantically the last yeah. couple of days. Please, <laughs> good buddy, Ron Brewer. Uh-huh. Yesterday during the Marlin game, yesterday was um, Ron and Paul Day at the ballpark. So the seats were all $10. You could have you gone bowling in most of the stands. You know, but at any rate, so Ron and Paul were there. And I, my luck, I just turned on a game on TV just in time in between innings to see uh, Rich Waltz with Ron and Paul. Great. Castronova looks like Fat Rich and... High boy put together. Huge, humongous. They must have stuck the same bicycle pump in his Rectum. that they stuck in Henry Barrow. Oh! Ballooned up to new uh, heights. So it's old Ron and fat Paul. And they got big numbers, baby. They got 85 shares. 560 QAM. 
Friday, you bastard. I miss it so boring. What's better than a live radio show every morning on TV? Well, just about anything. But that hasn't stopped MSNBC from teaming up with radio's original bad boy, who now looks like a nasty old lady. Listen, Bernie, Imus. Tell that intern this coffee sucks. <laughs> yes, every morning, see Imus listen to a tape of other people's comedy bits live on the air. I need a hammer to bite into this muffin. You know, somebody get me a fresh one, please? Thank you. See his wild behind-the-scenes addicts. Hey, listen to me, stupid. I am the I-Man. You are the walrus cuckoo cachoo. Now get me some fresh coffee or you're fired. Imus, he's irreverent. So, uh, what's the deal with the Pope? He's topical. So, uh, what's the deal with this Watergate radio? He's incoherent. I'll tell you what, that, uh, is it double repentant? What, what the hell is it? I don't know. He's Imus and he's boring. And he's only on MSNBC, a cable channel nobody watches, and a bunch of AM radio stations nobody listens to. And when somebody gets some fresh jingle, it's Imus. 119 at 560 WQM. The Dow's down 10 points. It ain't doing much today. It's not moving much. Adam sends me a caustic uh, email. Adam's from New York, though, so it's to be expected. Subject is why. Why? You ready? I'm ready. I moved out from New York years ago, was told you were the cream of the crop here. To be honest, I'm an avid sports fan and was a WFAN listener. But my favorite show on the fan was Imus, and he's not even a sports host. That's why I was intrigued by you on WQAM. Admittedly, I listened to Joe Rosen and Little Mandage, but those guys don't compare to the guys up there. No, no, everything in New York is better than any place else, of course. It's official, isn't it? Oh, yes. As for your, as for your sure, whatever that means, I'm baffled by the so-called success you enjoyed in the past. Usually I can repeat something funny or memorable from my favorite shows. I can't recall being able to ever do that after listening to you. I don't even know who Jim Bell is, nor do I care. George sucks, and he's light years better than the new guy. I still listen to you, but I don't know why. <laughs> oh. mm -hmm. Your references are dated, and most days you bring nothing to the table. I guess there's nothing else on down here so you can maintain some semblance of an audience. I personally would like to see someone younger and hungrier who talks more about topics than the fat checks they get deposited every few weeks. One can only hope, says Adam. Well, thanks for listening, Adam. Not. This is a guy who's a big Imus fan. Does that tell you everything you need to know? QAM, hello. Okay, that, that was the last of our compelling calls. QAM, hello. What? What? Is this Neil? Yeah. Okay, I was just calling to say it sounds so good to hear George again. Thank you. And I'm glad that he's back. I, I wish he was back. He's not back. I'm visiting. Uh, they're just visiting. But um, are they going to plan to have another gathering, um, like at Hard Rock again, so that people can come and worship him? No. But no. if I do no. something like that, I'll uh, that was sure. your one chance. I'll post it on the website I don't have yet. Hey, uh, come on, Eric. You said he was going to put a website up there so that I could put a blog and update people about what's going on and everything. But um, it exists in name only so far. Okay, yeah. Well, well y'all want to know what's going on with you, and um, it's hard to find out. I know nothing yet about you, but if we miss it, it really sucks. We want to stay in touch with you, George, and hope you get back on the radio very soon. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Wow. She was a little scratchy, wasn't she? A little bit. Now, how do these phones sound to you? I'm not talking about the content. I'm talking about the technical quality. They sound great, actually. They do? Sure. Not on this end. Everything sounds much better in here. I think it might be, I don't, you know, new microphone, new board. New board. Right. I'm wearing headphones. Nice now, did, ones. Did you hear, I don't know if you were listening, when Flea was discuss, uh, discussing what uh, Fixit found about the uh, technical problems we were having earlier in the week? No. About the sound of the waves and all the crashing. It was it was unlistenable in Dade County. 
What, when the two transmitters were going at the same yeah, time? Yeah, you heard that. Yeah. They had two transmitters on at the same time. Hey, that ought to make it twice as good. And, of course, obviously, one was a little bit off frequency on one side of the band, and the other, you know, that, that's probably what the deal was. Anyway, Chef Sparky says, tell George it's great to hear you on the radio again. Hey, it's great to hear you on the radio again, George. Thank you. Sounds like you guys didn't miss a beat. George, I can't wait for you to get your own show so we can hear what you really think of that whole goofball operation and their handling of you and Neil and even Flea. They're great. That's because he doesn't have a severance check yet. <laughs> George, I've been curious to know if you either, if you kicked either Clarence or Jolly Joe or both in the nuts that they let you go. No. Nah. George, what's the best way to stay tuned to you by email or MySpace or Facebook or George at NeilRogers.com? Thanks and good luck. By the All way, I just uh, emailed, I forwarded another email to you about... Uh, Satellite or Great. about uh, internet radio. Take you their pick. I'm, I'm answering everything. I'm answering uh, my email, the George at NeilRogers dot com, uh, yeah. my MySpace, whatever, whatever. Well, they're hot to try to get you on uh, internet radio. However, that works. Yeah, I'd l I would love to know how it works. John in Hallandale Beach says, "I thought I woke up from a bad dream when I heard George." To my dismay, last month has been a reality. It made my day to hear, George. I'm looking forward to ding-dong school. Don't let mm. these people know that when they mess with Neil God, you always lose. It's Friday, you bastards. Have a f great vacation, Neil. George, get a, a job, you lazy spick. Best of luck yeah. to George. I'll listen wherever you go. John in Helldale Beach. Thanks, John. That's sweet. Thank mm -hmm. you so much, John. Andy in Weston says, I'm ashamed they let go of George. He's ashamed. Mm. They ought to be ashamed. Hearing him now makes us realize how much he's missed. WFTL will make a big mistake if they don't put George on. Between 6.40 and 8.50, they should be able to find a slot for George. Let's hope it happens. Did you know that one of your old sidekicks from Zeta Days, Dave Caprita, is now working with Randy Rhodes on her show? If he can get a gig, George can. Love you, Neil, Andy, and Weston. Caprita's working with a goddess? How about that? I don't understand how that works. What's that all about? How about that? No, seriously, how, what, what does that mean? He's I doing what? I don't know, voices? Compete Announcing? Those voices? Didn't he? Are you sure? I don't think so. He does his yeah, own. His own. <laughs> Mike says, super stoked to hear George. George mentioned the possibility he's going to DJ for the club scene. Ask George what genre of techno he's, pl uh, techno he's playing. Dance, trance, a uh, little bit of a uh, dubstep, something modern. I'm trance thinking of uh, I'm thinking of uh, dabbling with some noise, and I uh, want to surprise some people with some uh, old school stuff when they're least. George, you do a local techno show late Saturdays uh, or something. Have a great vacation, Neil. Mike, thanks, Mike. Manny from Acapulco is back. You know. Oh, and oh, by yeah. the way, the, um, mm -hmm. Manny uh, Munoz is the one that was sending all those uh, Jimmy Syphilis ones. Yes, sure. I, I heard that. Did you hear that? Um, and I and I think it's uh, it's true. Oh, and by the way, I know that you debated it, although Flea has uh, vacillated back and forth. He's positive that that long, hostile, psychotic email that I forwarded to you was from the real P.D. Lenny, even though he denies it. Okay. And he got called in on the carpet for it, too, by the way. Well, you know, crazy people. Good guy. Yeah, exactly. Good crazy, guy, crazy people person. have their moments of craziness, and I'm pretty damn sure he said all that. Uh, I mean, have you ever seen anything like that in your life? Yeah. Working, you on, working on this show, we get a lot of emails like that. Not like that one. Well, not all pink. Pink With font. Big, yeah. crazy capital letters. And uh, Fleece is that's how uh, he sends all his emails. With lots of big capital letters and the uh, screaming and yelling and hollering. Nevertheless, he's been very helpful to me. Well, that's good. I still think he's a crazy person. Well, me too. The fake Phil and Papado says, Great to hear you again, George. No disrespect to Flea, but I, for one, miss you guys on the air together. Hope you land in a good and prosperous place. George, mucho gusto, says fake Phil and Papado. 
Thanks, Phil. Mucho gusto. Si. And I'm even cleaning up after myself over here. Oh, my God. Fake fleas are now sending me in this stuff. <laughs> Cut the crap. Well, I did see him uh, tapping away over here on his Blackberry, so maybe that's the real flea. Paul in North Miami Beach says, To change the subject, want to laugh? Mickey Katz was a Yiddish comedian in the late 50s who spoofed popular songs in the day in Yiddish. Yeah, I know. I used to play his stuff on the air. You have to hear his rendition of Davy Crockett, Dovid Crockett, Go to YouTube. No, I'm not going to go to YouTube. I'm not going to type in anything. I heard those before you were born, Paul, in North Miami Beach. Oh, my God. Mickey Katz was the father of Joel Gray and the grandfather of Jennifer Gray, a talented mishpocha. Well, what does that have to do with anything, Mickey Katz? 7-14 on the poll. Then we decide that that was Quaaludes or something else. Remember we used to have that debate, what drug 7-14 was on? Right. Quaaludes. No, What's no. your take on the show? I miss George, 255, 36%. I love the calls being back, 86. Yeah, they're special. It's fine, 78. It's okay, 72. It's great, 60, uh, 57. It's weak, 54. What show, 46. It's compelling, 43. It's a disaster, 23. Oh, Neil. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On South Florida Friday, you bastard. Twenty-seven till two at five sixty WQM. George has been with us for a long time today. Not long yeah. enough, though. Well, I'm uh, almost done with my project over here. You are. Want to do a little bit of a test? Sure. Yeah, name name a song. Name a song. How yeah. about um, uh, oh geez, Conquistador by a Procol Harum. One moment, please. It's still scanning, so. Like I got that. Could you, you be, got what? could you be more vague? What do you mean? Well, that's a pretty vague song. I don't think it's found it yet. No, How it's about not. Whiter Shade of Pale? Nope, it hasn't gotten to the Procol Harems yet. So like I said, i still got work to do. A lot of stuff in here, though, already. Yeah, and? And so, and so I'm going off mic. And so when you, uh, you're looking for songs, uh, Flea can play them now. Or will be able to. Oh, you got it. Yeah, right. Thanks to Chicken Neck, I got it. And I discovered this week when I got the disc that they say Conquistador, which just, I don't know, leaves me kind of limp. You ever had anybody say Conquistador? Just this morning. Oh, well, you will now, if you listen closely. Isn't that strange? Yes, it is. 
Conquistador. Well, at any rate, nobody's perfect, even Procol Harum. I like them a lot, though. Me too. And they, huh? Me too. They were like a flash. The Dow is down 13 and a half points. There's that little kid again getting the uh, excuse uh, from school from El Presidente. I'm sure you've seen that a hundred times, right? Right. Please excuse uh, her from school. She's with me, uh, Barack Obama, etc. 725 votes on the poll. And so far, you are just kicking ass. All of these calls, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm getting like a heart murmur from trying to work the uh, phones here on this setup. It gives me spilkies because they, they just, like now, you see line one will ring? Two through yeah. six, two through seven will never ring. Well, six does, uh, isolated. WQAM, hello. I hear voices. Uh-huh. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey. He was fairly quiet until you showed up. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, George. Yeah. Uh, do you know those CDs with the old skits on them and different sounds and stuff? Yeah. You still, you still have those? I got a couple. How, how do I get a hold of them? I don't know how much you offer. You don't. Excuse me? H hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I need money. I'm unemployed. <laughs> I'm selling I them out of the back. I call my nephew and get copies, you know what I mean? Okay, well, call yeah, your nephew and get copies go. and get bother, out of bother our face. Bother how do person. I get this? How are you mm -hmm. going to send me that? Right. You're going to give me this? Here's a guy that's unemployed, that's got a family to feed, and we got people calling, schnurring around for CDs and crap. Jesus, God, what a crowd. I just can't believe it. And all these people giving me instructions about how I should have done this and I should do that and blah, blah, blah. And in the meantime, I don't see them bringing you a new car. Nope. I don't see them driving up with a new car and a big bag full of money of 50s and 100s. No, they're not. And when they had that bash for you at the Hard Rock, I mean, you would have thought that some people would have brought you some something, I don't know, some checks or something. A little something, something. Right. Did they? No. Nothing? Oh, drugs. Oh, well, forget about that. I mean, I went through them really quickly. I'm sure of that. Bring, bring them some new drugs, okay? Sure. More. Crying out loud. WQAM, hello. Hey, guys. How you doing? Yo, okay, yeah. sir. Hey, uh, George, good to hear your voice. Good to hear Billy, yours, too. Billy from Shula's. Oh, hey, Billy. Uh, I just wanted to get your email. Was that still George at neilrogers.com? That works. That's it. Uh, J-O-R-G-E? C. So once again? Yes. Okay. Uh, my offer still stands if you want to come in for dinner. Okay, great. Uh, I'll email you so you know it's legit. Okay. Thanks, hey, Billy. Take care. All right, line up some free meals yeah, here. You, that's what you ought to be doing, taking the whole family for free dinners. I mean, you know, it's one thing if you're working and you have no shame. I don't want to mention any names in the business. People right. who snore for free food, uh, like Burton Jacks would long out of business. Mm -hmm. But at any rate, when you're not working and, uh, you, you know, you got no paycheck coming in, now, what about unemployment? How fast did that start coming? Uh, I'll let you know when I get it. You haven't got it yet? No. My Social Security showed up again, let's see, uh, Wednesday. Every month, like clockwork, on the second Wednesday of the month, it shows up in my account. Isn't that exciting? Not a lot. No? No, not enough to live off of. Not enough to buy you a car. Oh, well. How's that car coming, by the way, the what? one that Joe promised uh, you, yeah. you in the eye and it said, drives Oh, we're going like to that now, George, just before we fire you. <laughs> Drives like a dream. Remember what I told you way back three and a half years ago? Yep. Was I right? Yeah, you were. I told you. you I may know. not I may not bat a hundred percent. Even Ty Cobb and Baby Ruth never you batted a thousand, you know. But I got a pretty good uh, batting average when it comes to sniffing out the uh swill. 
sniffing out the swill. If you cared about the show, you'd work uh, more in the summer. Does the term emotional cripple come to mind? It sure comes to mind. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. I'm Neil, God. Looking to play with poop, but not wanting to shut down your local light rail system? Try Poop Dough. From the makers of Play Doh, Poop Dough brings the fecal fun once enjoyed only by psychotic homeless people to the comfort of your home. You can bounce it down the floor like a ball and follow the brown dots to find it. Or flatten it out, press it on a newspaper, and watch the image disappear in a defecate smear. <laughs> it's endless fun for everyone. <laughs> Poopto. It's fecalicious. Available in three colors. Backdoor brown, dysentery dirt, and Montezuma's revenge. Okay, 17 to 2. I never had any fecal fun. I mentioned that to um, Flea on Monday. That you don't you do any fecal fun? I guess I missed out uh, that No, no, I just don't know how to have fun. Apparently. Oh. Ron says, great to hear George. Pay him for his visit. Give him your woodbine money, you degenerate gambling <laughs> schmuck. <laughs> Just the winnings, not the losings. Oh, boy. Didn't have any winnings last night. In fact, I, I would rather have written you the check for how much I lost last night. It was a bad, bad night. I was winning, and I uh, didn't leave. When you get greedy and you don't leave, that's a bad mistake. Yeah. That, that's the key to success. That's how you lose. Is knowing when to leave. Like in Oni Mahoney. Remember he had that the table filled with all those chips? Right. And the black kid was telling him, you better leave now, mister, whatever his name was. Was his name Mahoney? I think so. Coincidence? Yeah. And he didn't leave, and he lost it all and then some more. Now, that's a good movie. You're the one that turned me on to that. That's flick. right. It was good. Now, did you ever see uh, The Neighbor with Rod Serling? Yeah, we talked Rod, about that Rod, before. I keep saying that. Rod, Rod Steiger. Steiger. We talked about, the, about that before. We did? Yeah. Flea hasn't seen it. No, Nobody in the audience has seen it. And, and I'm just, every time it's on the cable, I can't stop watching it. I think it's a good flick, and he's just great in there. And you didn't like Doubt? I didn't. You know how I'm. Uh, I have an issue with the movies and endings, and like yeah. it's got to have one. Mm-hmm. Not leave. Don't leave me hanging. Yeah. I thought it was really great until they didn't resolve the ending. I have doubt. Yeah. yeah well, I, I had doubt that, that I saw. That's the idea. You're supposed uh, when the movie is over, I'll you're still supposed to wonder, in, like, gee, I wonder if he really did. Yeah. It. Well, when I meet the director, I'll kick him in the nuts for not finishing the movie for me. I don't want questions at the end of a movie. I want answers. Oh, here's old man Bush parachuting again, and the damn thing didn't, it opened. Good night, and thank you. Oh, my God. George Herbert Walker parachuting again. Maybe he's got a death wish. His son sure had a death wish for the country and for the world, I'll tell you that. Fersky is back. You know Fersky? Yep. She came and saw you at the Hard Rock. She was sweet. Was she? Yes. Says, hi, Neil and George. Wanted to say how nice it is to hear George again. It was really nice meeting him at the Hard Rock party. Hope he gets a show soon. He deserves it. Just that I would throw my two cents in. We were discussing earlier the origin of the expression two cents. Yeah, I heard that. It was uh, still indeterminate. A British thing, you know. Anything that's like goofy and makes no sense, it's probably British. So anyway, you were saying about Manny Munoz. You heard that he was the one who was sending all that Jimmy Syphilis crap? Yeah, cutting and pasting other people's pictures, pretending to be other people, all of these things. Yeah, well, we know he's a that kind of person. That's Maybe fact. he's the one that sent the P.D. Lenny thing. Could be. He's crazy enough to uh, orchestrate some crap like that. Anyway, Manny from Alcapulco, Armando Canasferan yeah, says, yeah. Hey, Neil, what kind of idiots would they accept you working two days out of the week and paying you for five? If I were Joe Bell, I'd tell you, you're only going to get paid for the days you work, and your pay will be docked every time you're out sick. 
The summer schedule of yours is a slap in the face of your loyal audience. Oh, yeah. And if you think you have low ratings now, just wait till you get back from the summer schedule of yours. You'll need a microscope to find them. My, how the mighty have fallen. Sad, says Manny from Acapulco. Oh, it's so sad. What am I going to do? I'm doing okay. And George evidently is doing okay either in spite of it all. I got about another month before I have to start uh, panhandling on, on the really? corner there. Before my reserves run out. Well, that, you know, the uh, the severance check, once I get that, that'll give me some more time. Now, how, how many weeks have they given you? Can I ask? Two months. Two months? Yeah. That was all part well, of my your, contract. Your pay scale, that should keep you going another day or two. <laughs> That's right. I'm oh. a big spender. Wow. So he came in and shook your hand, the uh, jolly one. Twice now. Twice? Yeah, he came back for more. And said what? That I can come back and work for free anytime I want. <laughs> so it's not your work that he didn't like, it's the uh, pay. It's how much I was getting paid, which, uh, right. yeah, nobody's gotten that right yet. Oh, this thing from the fake uh, flea, I don't... Oh, you know, I never got around to this. Ex-NBC anchor Joel Connable sues the station over termination. There you go. Former WTVJ NBC6 anchor Joel Connable has sued the station, claiming it breached his employment contract by firing him for a pretextual and non-material reason. Connable's lawsuit, filed last week in Broward Circuit Court, alleges his termination came after he had planned a brief vacation with some co-workers at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in St. Thomas, Virgin Islands. In an interview, Connable said the trip was arranged by his producer. A hotel representative offered to comp their rooms, Connable said, but he immediately emailed the hotel to say they couldn't accept because it would violate station policy. Connable instead gave his personal credit card information to pay for the room charges, the suit says, but he later canceled the vacation to avoid any appearance of impropriety on his part, though NBC didn't advise him of any such improprieties. Connable was fired April 27, about a week after he planned to go on the trip. His suit seeks unspecified damages. NBC never made it especially clear why I was fired. He said they just said I violated company policy. He added his contract required he be notified in writing for any alleged breach of the contract. How do you like that? Lawsuit. Greg, it's a suit. It's a suit. Remember those days? I sure do. Sure miss those days. Oh, boy. Could we write a book? So anyway, just uh, to give you an update, my project is complete except for the uh, the Media Monkey scanning all the files into the library. So Lee will have the ability to play pretty much anything that uh, that you can name. And, now, uh, well, what's he been doing this whole time that you've been on? Well, he, uh, he's he been sitting here. He's been taking uh, care of a lot of business. He's been getting a lot of work done. He got me lunch. From Tony's? Oh, I can't right. say that. Why not? We paid. Oh, that's right. He paid for he it. He paid for it. That's right. Oh. Well, we can say it then. Tony's over there on up the street. 193rd and 441. John says, hope you enjoy your vacation and we'll miss you when you're not on the air. Do I spell your sidekick's name Flea with an E or with an A? However you want. E. Can't stand people with those phony names. Oh, God. He's cool and your show still rules for me. If you go to Florida, I hope you get a thousand point, thousand dollar spin on Hard Rock Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, good luck. When you go to Woodbine, I hope you get nine quick hits with Maximum Bet. P.S. Bill O'Brien's song did air the words D-bag, but I would just tell Joyce that it was Manfred Mann and the word was deuce. It was deuce bag. Have a fun summer, Neil, and thanks to John in Oakland Park. Thanks, John. And LeBastard continues trying desperately to uh, you know, suck me into a uh, radio, uh, war, radio you know? war. Oh, that's right. I can't talk about that because you might wind Why up not? working over there. They're great. <laughs> oh, so did you bond with Stu Gotts when you went over there? We uh, haven't uh, run into each other yet, but we've uh, spent a good amount of time on the phone. We were always friends when he was working here. We never had a bad moment. When he was working there and he didn't belong on the air there like he doesn't belong on the air over there? In any event, uh, yes. we've always stayed friendly, and he's a, a he's a big in favor of me going over there. 
As a matter of fact, he's my uh, biggest ally in the building right now. Really? Stu Gotts? Yep. Oh, you're in trouble. Or maybe. Nick says, just tuned in, heard George's voice. How wonderful. Flea's okay. So, in other words, Flea's okay, but he ain't no you. Okay. Here's one that says, got so excited George is back for a visit that I brushed the cobwebs off the phone, tried for two hours to make my first call to the show in ten years, no success. But I'm still squeezing it anyway in the phone, too. Yeah, these, these phones are just totally screwed up, as, as you've noticed, how fast yeah, they are. Yeah, What else is new? All the best, George. You sound fine today and in good spirits. Please try to get that website blog up so our schleppers can keep track of how it be going. The Chronic and Coco, that's Russell. Remember Russell? Yep. <clears throat> how could you forget? Oh, yeah. Here's, here's some advice, some gambling advice from Mr. Highlight. Don't lose your ass on vacation. And remember, max credits. Hope you have a job to come back to. Yeah, I'll be here. Of course, I was mentioning to Flea before that when you go away on vacation, that's in this business, that's very often when the uh, hanky-panky goes on behind the scenes. That's right. When people go on vacation. That's when they'll replace you with uh, Stu. What's his name? Stu Gotts? Stu, what's his name? Yeah. Oh, uh, Drew. Uh, what's his name? The oh, guy. Drew. Drewzy. Yeah. What do you mean they replaced me? Oh, isn't that how it works? You go on vacation? I don't understand. And they replace you with that guy? With Drewzy? Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, no! Oh. oh, not that one. Oh, Drew Rosenhaus. Right. He did a spot yesterday that's still going on on Joe's show. He did a spot that if it wasn't for 100 minutes, I mean, it just went on and on. And then that was it. That was the end of the segment. Like, like this is the end of ours. Well, it's great having you uh, back with us, even if it's only for a day. Do it again, please. I might. And, and I'll guarantee you they'll pay you maybe three or four times what they paid Don't you today. Want to be a sponsor of uh, the George Rodriguez Show, Jorge at NeilRogers.com. Okay. All the best. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Oh, Neil. You're listening to Neil Rogers. Well, here we go again. On... It's day in Miami town <laughs> at 560 WQAM. Round on Queer Street. He has a house and garden. I would love to see what happens. Hates his toes and pets his monkey. Women's clothes make him look real funky. He has a whiz whiz and no. Like I know you. 